you like how I just kept bringing that volume up and up and up in your ear holes? I liked it. Do you think I didn't they'll have to put my headphones on? Do you think they'll play that song on their European tour? Huh? Uh, yeah, probably. It's one of their songs. I, I mean, so. not that not that rendition that was made specially for us, but um, they'll play that song. I'm sure because it's one of their songs, and it's cool. It's good. It's definitely good. Um, yeah, it's uh, the New Utah Podcast. That was Folk Hogan, by the way. We don't always talk about them like we should. Um, Folk Hogan does our intro and outro music. They're a local awesome band here in the Salt Lake area who are uh, uh, now signed by Warner Brothers, right? And uh, touring the world, apparently, here soon. Uh, they're doing a European tour. So uh, we like Folk Hogan. They're they're great. And Nick Passy, one of the uh, members of Folk Hogan, has a whole bunch of solo stuff. We love Nick. And he makes buttons, so... But this isn't about him. This is about Utah. <laughs> this is the new Utah podcast. Uh, episode 150, unlike the one I labeled the one real 150 50 last week and then had to fix real quick. I bet most people didn't notice because you caught it pretty early, Jeremy. I think you're having some issues. Is it stress related? <sighs> um, Probably. It's <laughs> been a little... It's It's been a week uh, and a weekend and it's been uh, a lot of stuff going on at work. A lot of... A lot of distractions, not a lot of time to think about not things. And when I can think about not work things, I'm usually trying to kill someone just to get my mind off of everything. By that, he means play a video game. Yes. Cause not, I, Josh just, Powell, not Josh Powell-like. I just realized. Oh, by the way, I'm like the best husband in the world because Bree has been listening heavily to the Cold Podcast. And um, she always compares me to Josh Powell. She's like, yeah, I'm really thankful that you're not crazy. I'm really thankful that you're not obsessive. I'm really thankful that you're not possessive. I'm really thankful that you didn't murder me and hide my body where no one could find it. I'm really thankful that you haven't blown my kids up in a house with you. Like, I mean, this is the comparisons. That Which, by the way, I saw an update on that, that they, they debunked the Nutty Putty Caves. I actually sent Dave a message about that because I've been in that cave. And, and you didn't find her either? No, we don't, no <laughs> I was in like 1999. Oh. No, they actually closed it up like a week before... She went missing. Yeah, well, that was because someone Jones, fucking yeah. got lost and died in it, and they never he got his body. He didn't get lost. He just got stuck, and yeah. they couldn't get him out. Yeah, well, lost and died. No, they found him. He was <laughs> Yeah, and lost. his body is forever there. <laughs> and they, they're like, okay, well, there's enough people dying in this cave. Let's not have people go back in it. Um, anyway, um, it's uh, we're, we're going to do uh, the, the legislative session's over and Governor Herbert is uh, busily signing bills because there were a fuck ton of them. So we're going to spend a lot of time today uh, talking about the legislative session uh, and doing our 2019 legislative review. Um, so stick around for that if you want to hear some weird fucked up shit that Utah did and some really cool shit that they did and some, eh, I mean, it's Utah shit that they did. <laughs> um but anyway, I'm your host, one of them. I'm Chris. I try to conduct us in a manner appropriate for a podcast. Um, Whatever that means. That's Jeremy. That's me. Um, he contributes fixing, he contributes finding my mistakes and pointing them out to me so I can fix them. I'm glad I'm helpful. <laughs> I told him I'm glad it was him this time because I feel like you think I'm a jerk because I was like, that's spelling. To be wrong. fair, it was him two weeks in a row Twice. now I know. that caught my shitty fuck up. So that also proves that he listens to the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. I mean, it's good. He can he can have positive feedback one way or another, uh, which I or, or negative feedback. By I go way. back I and listen to old ones when I do the one things. 
Oh, do you? And that sound. Sometimes you can't read my notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really like I, I want to make sure the sound quality is always good, uh, and right. I try to spot check. But there's a thing like I edit. So for those of you that don't know, we edit the show. So we record on Tuesday night almost always, uh, and I edit the show and post it that night. I, I do it on a delay post so it doesn't show up until Wednesday or or overnight. But um. It's it's pretty raw. Like we don't do heavily edited. Like the cold podcast we had Josh on a couple of weeks ago. Josh, that's not his name. <laughs> I call him Josh. Josh all the time. I know. I don't know why. Um. Anyway, what was his name? Dave. 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 Why do we keep? Oh, I call him Josh because fucking Josh Powell. Uh, and just so you know, I'm super bummed. I was going through my fanex schedule, marking all the panels that I'm interested in. Uh, the cold podcast and the Provost Park Pass are at the exact same time. I sent Chris an email and I was like, "Really, you're gonna make me choose?" <laughs> <laughs> well, death that, or Disneyland. Honestly, that's pretty easy for me. I mean, yeah, I, we're going to the cold podcast if we go. We might split because I know Greg, and I haven't seen Greg in a while, and I bet he'll be there because he's always at. at uh, he was at on their the panel Phoenix. last time, I believe. Just so I can say hi to Greg because I haven't seen Greg in a while. But uh, anyway, so uh, I don't even know what I was saying. Something about oh, they're super highly edited. Like it's a very produced podcast. Yeah, it's, his is, he, and he talked about it. It's very scripted. Um, you know, they, they were way ahead of material and kind of caught up to themselves at the very end, 18 episodes later, we are not scripted in any way, shape or form. We have, when we do interviews, we'll have a list of questions, um, and we get to most of them, but they're sporadic throughout the interview and more, it's more of a conversation than an interview, which our guests seem to like, and they're always really shocked when they hear that we're putting it up the next day. So my biggest thing is audio quality, uh, making sure there's not a lot of pops, um, you know, making sure that the sound doesn't sound like we're in a fucking subway tunnel yelling, um, like it did two weeks ago. A metal porta potty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any feedback that you have on that is always, always good for me, but we're not here to talk about the quality <laughs> of the podcast. Uh, Jess is the, the one that's afraid that she's always critiquing me too much. And she, if you want to be on the podcast, just reach out to her. <laughs> she's the one that books everyone. And then the cold podcast fanatic right now is is Bree. I'm the one that eats on air. That's true. Just popcorn right in her mouth. <laughs> I eat on air. It's okay. We don't get paid for this, by the way. If you don't like us eating on air, um, send us money, then we won't eat on air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just send me a donation. Uh, private Venmo me some money. Uh, pretty easy to find my Venmo. Um, yeah. So. Uh, did anyone have any stories they want to share before well, I, I make just do some events? I found another shirt. Was it at Walmart? No. Really? Cobra. I know where all the shirts come from. That's no mercy. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Looks <laughs> brand new. I know. Yeah, pretty good. much everything at Savers that Jeremy buys looks brand new. He goes there 300 times a week. He really is able to spot the new stuff. The pants I'm wearing today had the tag on them still, so... That happens all the time. At DI, too. Like, we have found a lot of, re- like, fucking $150 jeans for, like, three bucks at the DI. Savers, the, the, they don't, I don't know, it's weird, like. Certain things at certain stores, pants are better at DI, I don't know why. Savers, the pants are way too expensive, Yeah, in they, my opinion. They price them pretty I'm high. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks for. Our pants were, like, $6. <laughs> like, DI, DI pants are, like. Three to five dollars usually, right. and they're all the same more. price. IDI for my work pants, but Savers shirts have you have a lot more to choose from. That's true. There's a Savers. lot of BYU shirts at uh, BI though. A lot. When of BYU you say shirts. shirt, do you mean t 
t-shirt or an actual shirt? All of the above. Most of my work shirts, like dress shirts, come from Savers. I wear them too I much. never go to the guy's side of the, the, the DA. This is the thing. You wear your work shirts, like, what, once a week? Oh, no, no. Four or five times a week, but for like two or three hours. Yeah. And if he's going to tear it or something, he'd rather tear That's a $30 exactly. shirt than a $35 shirt. And I, I wear mine all day, every day. See, and you don't go into abandoned buildings. Generally, I did Not learn. Usually, I did learn that lesson though with restaurants. I'm like, never wearing good shirts to restaurants again because they are fucking gross. Every restaurant, I don't give a shit what restaurant it is. Every fucking one of them is disgusting in the back. Don't ever go back there and look because you'll never want to eat at any of them again. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the thing is I go to all kinds of crazy. Yeah, that's right. Order houses and abandoned places and all kinds of fun stuff. So. I want to look nice, but I you, you don't want to wear something that could could and most likely will be destroyed. Totally makes sense. What about you, Jess? Any fun stories? Did you no. Get your, get your car back yet? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, they called. They were like, "We're so sorry." No, we're he was like, "Your car's ready," and I was like, "Oh, did they do the airbag too?" And he was like, "What?" And I was oh like, my god, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so they had to keep it an extra day. You're uh, like, you fucking dipshits. You've had, first off, you fucked it up to begin with. Did they just replace the hood or did they? I have they, no idea. They sent it to a body shop. I I don't know. I'm sure they had to blast it and repaint it, is my guess. Probably because some of the Those scratches were, were really, deep gouges. really deep. Yeah. That's crazy. It was crazy. I don't know what the fuck does that. Like, they had, there has That's to be. That's all. Like, I don't care. Wash. Like, I wouldn't have even cared if they fixed it. I just wanted to know what happened. <laughs> Well, anyway. And that's probably just from me working at a dealership and knowing that like stupid things happen. So what about uh the thing that blows me away though is that they gave it back to you Two and times. didn't like fucking Two times. as if nothing Two happened. Times. Okay, but the first time cuz I saw no, the, the first pictures. one was the worst one. The oh, first time it? is the really really deep one. Yeah. And then the second time it just added on top of that. It just looks like a cat went down my car and was like <laughs> Yeah, except a cat wouldn't actually scratch your car. Right. I don't know. It this was gross. And I'm like, and I'm marks. like, I'm like in the like same three places every week. It's like and wo- so, Wolverine ran across your car with his right. toe claws exposed. Yes, <laughs> with animantium toe claws. Yeah, or Terminator like T two, yeah, T two thousand, exactly. Fucking running and just like <laughs> climbing up your hood. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why he'd go front on like that. Like I would think he would just try and dive through the windshield, but whatever. I'm not T two thousand. I can't fucking pretend. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway um events jess yes uh coming up on the 10th uh last week i talked about the terrarium classes uh they fill up really fast at time and place so make sure that you go to time and places facebook page and um on the events that, sign up that, i believe it's your event right that's usually who she does the that's tickets today through. that's today if you're hearing this by the, the way is the 10th Tuesday? is today it's no today? it's wednesday oh, Wednesday. When they hear this podcast, that'll oh, be yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. I talked about it last week so that they should be prepared. Yeah. So you Anyways. can jump in on it. Yeah. Uh, on okay. So this weekend, uh, Record Store Day the 13th. That's right. Yes. Super exciting. I'm finding a way to go to FitCon, which I think is going to be stupid. John told me it's a little bit more fun than what I think. It's just a lot of vendors, like with power bars and drinks. <laughs> see, I don't give a shit about that. He was like, we got to watch like the fucking strongman. But you do. They had year. golden gloves last year, which and the year that I went, and then the MMA the year yeah. that I went. Also, you have to so. pay extra for the MMA stuff too. 
We didn't. You do this year. I was oh. looking at the site. Oh, is That's that lame. in its own area then? But again, I don't give a shit about any of that. I want to go, go see the Armored the Combat fucking League. Armored Combat League, and that's the only way to go. It's funny because I was on their. I I left a message on their Facebook group like a month ago, uh, or their their event, and like no one ever responded. And there's all these people like, where do we get tickets? Where do we get tickets? And finally, the other day, they're like, you get them through FitCon. I hate people that are unresponsive on social media. Well, like, how do you expect this league to fucking grow? Oh, can we talk about this? Yeah, we need to talk about it. So yeah. the, the the football league, I oh, called yeah, it. Last week, that was so weird. I called it when it first came. I'm it like, wasn't them, though. I, it was I, the complete league that disbanded. I know, but I said. In minutes. I said, this league will not last. And, and, then, and then someone was like, well, the NFL is behind it. I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's got a chance, but. No is this other the indoor league. No, it's no, the it's other the American Alliance of Football uh, Stallions, the Salt Lake Stallions. So anyway, like Wednesday morning, they announced that they're they're done. They're That's done. It. They're so not they playing any more games. Yeah, they had two games left of Game, the entire season. Season's over. The guy that invested in them was like a part of a hockey league, and he invested like millions and seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, and so he, and he lost a lot. Well, yeah, like <laughs> it's, okay. Look, the NFL was not going to support them in Bellingham. Yeah, they were used. They had NFL rights, so they could use the exact same rules as the NFL. And a lot of people thought maybe it'll be like a farm league for the NFL. And the NFL didn't want to back them. I'm kind of bummed about it. I think it would have been cool to see it. You know, this is here's here's a problem with a league like that. Um, we'll get back to events in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but but here's the problem with a league like that. You have an established sport, um, football, uh, with a you know 400 pound gorilla sitting in the same arena as you, and then you have below that, arguably even an 800 pound gorilla in the NCAA. Uh, in the 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 college football scene, like that's even right. uh, that's even bigger marketing wise than the NFL. There's more games. And in some states, even high school football is big. Yeah, like in Texas and places like that. So to add so to add another professional league to compete, you're going to have to pay big salaries. You can't do that with a league that doesn't have an established fan base. You can't create a fan base out of nowhere and and expect people to travel to games and try and keep up with a sport like football when they don't have good TV access and stuff like that. Look, I mean, if you look at like major league soccer, major league soccer has been successfully growing for a couple of reasons. One, there wasn't another premier league in the U S for soccer. Their competition is, is international with La Liga and Bundesliga and, and primarily the EPL, the premier it has league. It's a Europe. totally different season, but, uh, they didn't have a lot of competition. There was there were two other leagues that existed, USL, which is still around, and, and MLS has actually created that to be like their D2. And then um, NACL was the other professional soccer league um, where like the New York Cosmos and some of those other teams are, which I don't even know if that league exists anymore. I think they folded last year finally. But there wasn't – no one had big major TV contracts all over the country. But these athletes were being paid just – Less than 20 years ago, like like 10, 15 years ago, these athletes were being paid $35,000 to play professional soccer because they didn't have the kind of right. money to pay on big contracts. Even now, like the, the lowest paid players on teams, these are active pro athletes on senior rosters of the professional soccer teams. They're making like 55000 a year. Now compare that to a football player. Like the lowest played pair on a football team is making what, like um, hundred and sixty to two hundred thousand dollars a year, and that's like that's like players, you know, forty through sixty. 
that are making that, or like your your training team players are still making six figures. In soccer, you only have a handful of players, but you're still the vast majority of your roster is under six figures a year, like a big chunk of it. They're starting to get more money now, but that's why I didn't think a football league was ever going to survive. It's too expensive. It's it's a big investment and it's a gigantic risk. And look, you you can't do certain things in certain markets. Salt Lake, I know that we think that we have a good football market here, but we will never be able to support an NFL team in this state. The Sunday thing is a big part of it. Yeah. And just the cost of an NFL ticket, even in like a a non-big place. You're still paying 150 bucks a ticket. And and people here aren't willing. I mean, they're not even willing to pay 20 bucks for an RSL game. So Or a jazz game. No, they'll pay 20 bucks for a jazz game. People in Utah like basketball. As long as they're playing a good team. But, like, they, the Jazz doesn't even fill its arena. And People in Utah are cheap. Basketball's huge here, and the Jazz can't even fill its arena every Says game. Says the Sabres, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I just, I don't know that we no, could I'm go the episode without the talking I'm glad about we it. talked about it. But that's, that was pretty big news. And, like, the way it, the way it folded was just, like, mm-hmm. boom. over. Well, it's just, because they asked him for more money, and he's already lost, like, almost $80 million of the 200 and what whatever he invested. And he's like, I can't throw good money after bad. Oh, yeah. At some point, you have to go, there's no way this league's making money in 10 years. I can't keep it up. Did you see that Firestone closed 13 of their 14 stores overnight here in Utah? No. Is it just Utah? I'm sure mm-hmm. there's nationwide implications, right? Uh, It's a lease thing. Oh. So hmm. what? They didn't renew their leases yeah. on buildings that it was they own. Thir- Thirteen of the fourteen, but it was just overnight. Like there was no like, you know, that happened. Same thing down the street. Uh, we used to have a Technoglass, and now it's a Safe Flight, and it's going to disappear because of the the uh, the freeway thing. Which I think is funny oh, because right. the way that that happened yeah. was bullshit. So basically, what happened was the owner of the property um, had signed a lease with Safe Flight. And just chose not to renew the Technoglass lease. But, like, the Technoglass people were just assuming they were going to go to, like, a month-to-month renewal. And, like, basically a week before their lease is up, the owner of the property is like, yep, this is being leased out to someone else. You guys have to be out on this day. Like, that's just this. When your lease like, is up, literally that's one what your contract terms. Now, to be fair, the guy, whoever owned that Technoglass was kind of stupid. But they they scrambled and found another place over on 54th to move it to. But, like... They huh. had to move in like two days the entire wow. operation. So and one now day it was a, a technoclass and, and the next day was yeah. a... Like two days flight. later, it's a safe flight. <laughs> Their primary competitor like really just fucked them out of a lease. It was great. That's um, bonkers. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that's great. Back to the football league, though. I think that one of the guys, he had a has a broken arm. He does. And now he won't get covered. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it happened in the last game, I think. Doesn't workers comp cover that? Not if you don't have a job. <laughs> no, no, no. But but if the injury I, I'm occurs, it does. But I don't. It, it should. If the injury no, occurs does, while just, they're covered, because oh, that's the thing. All those professional saying, sports I'm injuries. How, how that how their insurance works with stuff like that. Well, it's just like any other insurance. If he was injured, so do time. professional leagues carry work comp then on mm-hmm. there? Oh yeah, they carry workers' comp. And they have to. It's the required by law. And so it's all covered under, and I'm sure it's not just like your regular workers' comp type stuff, but they also employ team doctors and shit like that. But right, so that's what I—that's why I was wondering if because they employ team doctors, if they. I think they're still required to carry a workers' comp, and I'm just talking yeah. on my ass to be clear to everyone that's listening. <laughs> I'm not an expert on this, but I'm pretty sure they require hmm. them to, to carry workers' comp. Because I just kind of assumed that they used their team doctors for. No. Hmm. 
No. In fact, some, I mean, some players, some players are like, yeah, the fucking doctors here suck. I'm going to fly somewhere else and get seen by doctors I trust. Happens a lot, uh, especially the more international you get. Um, okay. Should we go back to events now? Sorry. I just, I the, the, talk, to. <laughs> the talk of the armored combat lead made me think of the football league that folded. So, uh, okay. So I, when I was thinking about events last week, I was like, wait a minute. Nick said that he didn't have any events this month, but he does. He has the pizza thing, uh, at SA Pizza. So go eat pizza and listen to Nick and the Perpetual Sadness play. Um, <laughs> That, I think that's like the name of him and his cello player together. So they're awesome. Next week, we touched on it. Fenix, the app is ready. I hope it works this time. That's probably my biggest complaint uh, about Fenix. So, um, and I hope they announce more people. But my cousin's going and she was like, this is my first time really doing this. Like, what do I do? <laughs> so I had to tell her all the like, give her the down low. Um the 20th is the last day of the farmer's market until the 8th of June. And hey, we could go there before the second day of Fanex then. You could. Sweet. Go get because I like coffee. doing that. Um, there's a lot going on on the 20th, actually. The Clever Octopus is having their birthday. It's their second birthday. And they're having a party. It's $10 a ticket and it's a fundraiser. Um, I'll post the link to that so you can go support them in their awesome shop and then the have you guys ever been to the conservation garden park in west jordan before no i haven't yes. it is was that a yes i think so it's really rad i drive by all the time and they are holding on the 20th a backyard homestead expo and for each session that you take it's like two dollars and fifty cents and they're just teaching people how to be more sustainable in their gardens so instead of just doing tomatoes and peppers how to expand and do squash and zucchini. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. It's very affordable and, you know, a lot of times stuff like that is... If I shit in my garden, will things grow better, Jeremy? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Human feces is not good for, for fertilizer. We eat too much processed shit. I told, you, I told you my story, didn't I, about when I was up at the U? Yes. Okay. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell... I don't remember what episode it was. We're the... So, so yeah, yeah. so well, since I've already introduced, I'll retell it real quickly the shortened version. So up at the U when I was going to college there, they had a community garden section, and it was free. Anybody who wanted a garden spot, you just go sign up for it, and then they give you your little numbered plot. And I didn't because I was too busy. But I remember halfway through the season, in everybody's little mail slots, there was a flyer that said, "Please don't use human feces to fertilize your garden." Yeah, because <laughs> it was getting to be a problem. <laughs> fucking weird, man. I was joking. Those people were just lazy. Uh, any other events? I feel that's not lazy. I feel that takes some effort. <laughs> no, not really. All you got to do is drop trowel and take a shit. Like, it's not hard. But you have to plan it so nobody sees you do it so you don't get reported. Oh, see, so you're thinking way too much about this. We're not. <laughs> These are guys. I'm really... pretty sure guys did we don't tell, think about Did that. we tell the story about Sean's ghost last week on the show? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... So Sean, our daughter Sean, she was on, so she took this, um, this, I don't know what kind of lab it was, but she had to take a lab. It was a physical lab. Uh, it's some kind of lab. Physical lab is just the descriptor of type of well, lab. I know. But it was like some sort of ecology or some yes. shit. Um, cause she didn't take one her first semester like she was supposed to. Um, but anyway, this lab basically, uh, her friend told her to take it. She's like, yeah, you do a couple classes and then basically you go to Catalina on a boat for a long weekend. And I saw she was down there. <laughs> that's it. So 
Sean gets seasick, so she went prepared and then didn't fucking take the Dramamine in time, and so she was sick. Well, because the whole she first waited day. until she got sick to take it. Yeah, and I told her take it before you get on the boat. Take it first thing when you wake up in the morning. She goes, they gave me a purple bucket. Yeah. So anyway, she was <laughs> kind of miserable, but. Apparently, it was some old like pirate ship that was renovated, and um, she's describing to us that they're telling them, you know, the safety stuff on the boat the first day. Uh, this is this is like a week ago when she she got back. She she's facetiming us, and Bree's like, "Your hair is disgusting. Haven't you taken a shower yet?" She's only got one shower all week, which is for like three. No, I minutes. asked her; she'd even brushed it, and and then. And then I'm like, yeah, but why didn't you take one right when you got home? Like, why are you calling us and eating before you take a shower? I would be gross. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So she's telling us about the boat, and she's describing a bulkhead, right? So in in, in nautical sense, a bulkhead is a door that really should stay closed because uh, it's designed to help ballast the the ship if it takes on water essentially so she's describing to us that they're like don't open this door for any reason it needs to stay closed because if it's open and the ship takes on water you're basically going to screw yourself because you won't be able to close it and it needs to be closed or the whole ship sinks and everyone dies (laughs) i'm sure that they're trying to scare them the crap out of them because they're kids right and they figure they're going to open the door and so basically it was dorms on either side of the door and she was telling us that, like they said, someone people had died on that ship uh, over time. And I guess the bunk area she was sleeping in used to be where all the shit was, like the actual like outhouse storage on the boat was in the area she was. I mean, it was all cleaned out. She's like, but it just smelled like human feces the whole time. Uh, and then whether it did or not, I'm sure it was all mental. Uh, <laughs> but but she's telling us a story how she thinks she saw a ghost because that bulkhead door started to open. No. The door didn't even start to open. The handle moved. moved. Yeah. And then went back. And she's like, you don't even know. You don't know what's on the other side of that door. You don't know. I'm like, yeah, people who wanted to see if it would like, open so and over pulled there? on the lever realized, oh, crap, what if we can't get this closed? And then just closed it yeah. again. And I'm like, who was on the other side? She's like, well, it was more dorms. I'm like, yeah, other college kids. She's like, college kids aren't that dumb. We wouldn't do something that they told us not to or we would die. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> wow. No, Sean wouldn't do something. Sean is very... She's very afraid to break the rules. She is. Like, not every rule and not like my rules, but if another adult tells her something, she, like, you in Catholic school, we weren't allowed to send them to school in their Halloween costumes. You had to pack them. But I always tried to make it a little easier for her to change. So, like, I'd try and put it under her. Well, she'd freak out every year. No, I can't. I'm not supposed to wear it. I'm like, it's under your clothes. Nobody here. No. Not like, she'd freak because she didn't want to get in trouble with adults. And so... Hey, talk into your mic, would you? Sorry. So, she just thinks that that every kid is like that and they're not. But anyway, yeah, so she thought she had a ghost. <laughs> So then she's she was I go are you eating in your room and she goes no I'm eating in the common area because I'm scared the ghost followed me back. <laughs> so anyway, you weren't there. I wasn't. I wasn't there. Any other events besides Fanex, which we, we talked about last week? So and the other two that I mentioned. Yeah. No. Well, no, no, no. I I mean, like other than like, are we done with events? Can we yeah. move on to a legislative review? We can do whatever you want. All right, that's what we're gonna do. Um, so. Um, we'll start at a high level. Um, so legislative sessions, 45 days long in Utah. I think we're getting close enough to the point where we probably ought to start doing two or three a year maybe or making them all year round. We're a little small to do year round, I think. Um, but 45 days is not enough time. Um, but these guys... Mostly uh, because they screw around. 
Yeah, and we talked about this with uh, not not Josh. Was it Josh Cameron or was it um, um, Sim? No, no, no. Alex. Alex. I can't remember which one of them. I think it was Alex. Uh, talked about how basically to be a state legislator, you have to be independently employed and and wealthy to an extent because you have, you have to, take to take 45 days off basically 45 days alex off of work he was, yeah i think it was alex yeah i couldn't remember which one it was but you have to take 45 days off work to hold public office to to be a state legislature um legislator whatever it doesn't matter stop correcting me um <laughs> she gets so mad and i'm never gonna say it right you but, do sometimes <laughs> yeah it's like hit or miss it's like flipping a coin sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't and this is the episode where I'm going to fuck it up the most. So um, I'm just saying, put your grammar stick away, woman. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but in 45 days, we passed another record-breaking year of legislation. 574 bills were passed. Last year, it was 533. Yep. We just keep fucking shattering the record and moving on. Now, to be clear, a lot of the bills are like minor budgetary changes and amendments. Like and, tax laws and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like there's a my, bunch of mundane shit. My cousin's husband's dad is is does tons. Most of his, I went actually went through all of his bills to see what he what he past and his were pretty much all yeah, money related and like he did the um, acupuncture one and he did the like professional licensing one and it's 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 a lot of so it's a lot of small minutia like that that just has to be fixed and like Karen Maine passed a headed up passing a whole bunch of uh, legislation to um, fix penal code in the state of Utah and remove things that aren't enforceable like closing that slavery loophole we mm-hmm. talked about uh, a month or two ago uh, in the state of Utah, just stuff that needs to be off the book. So a lot of that kind of stuff happened, but still, I mean, 574 bills and it never fails at the end of the session. The last like three days, they try to fucking railroad shit into fucking law, uh, without people really getting a chance to look at it. They were trying to pass sweeping tax reform. That was a big thing to, to pay attention to because it's going to happen. They're going to call a special session in the summer. They're they're spending. They've already put together a committee, uh, which is what they approved, and they will be passing some pretty sweeping tax reform in the middle of the year because um, the state has not been making a lot of money on taxes. Uh, sales tax revenue is down um, because people aren't buying things because it's service oriented. And now. Yeah, our our world is becoming much more service oriented. So instead of buying uh, a video game, you now pay a subscription rate for that video game because you're paying for the software as a service or Jeremy ran into that with his, with his cat software, which right? yeah. by the way, they raised the price like $400. Of course they did. That's what they do, man. <laughs> but that's just it like that. And, and it's uh, yeah, very, but you're not going to a store to, to purchase it. It's so all, there's no sales tax on it. It's all online. And there's tons of service oriented stuff out there. That's just one example, but attorneys and, and, restaurants the cats behind the curtain and it's freaking me out um yeah a ghost <laughs> um but but anyway so they're, they're just a college student there will be big changes there it's funny because they want to make a sweeping tax reform because the state's not making enough in sales tax and they want to offer a massive tax cut to people at the same time like the governor asked for a humongous tax cut uh so all that basically as soon as that stuff came out within a day all the small businesses in the state started freaking out and calling not their just, legislature. Not just legislators. small business, though. No, but small business would have been, like, Jeremy's business would have been incredibly impacted. I actually used him as an example when talking about it to people because 
the service oriented way, the way they had originally proposed it was um, basically every person that performed a service had to charge tax for that service. So in Jeremy's line of work, so a contractor comes to Jeremy and says, I need a set of plans. So Jeremy has to charge sales tax. Well, Jeremy to charge sales tax, he has to pay sales tax on the stuff that he's using, which gets passed on to the contractor. He has to pay sales tax to his engineer who's offering him a service and the engineer paying sales tax, other people or other organizations that, and so basically it becomes a pyramid and stacks up and who gets fucked at the end is the consumer because they're paying that tax all the way across the board. Plus they're paying tax for whatever that service is they receive. Sounds like an MLM to me. I mean, that's basically how it works. And so you have to come up with a way to avert a lot of that with sales tax. It was easy. You don't have to pay it if you're not the end distributor, right? Like if you're a wholesaler, you're not collecting sales tax. If you're selling to resellers, they have to collect sales tax and so on and so forth. Um, and you have to file paperwork to do all that shit. So they've got to figure that out. Um, but it's coming. So just be aware. So 574 bills, we're not going to talk about all of them. There were a lot of, a lot of minutia, but I do want to talk about some of the big stuff that at least stuck out to me. Um, I'll start and I think maybe we can go around and people can talk about what stuck out to them. Does that work? Sure. So, uh, one that stuck out to me was trampoline park safety standards. <laughs> like That's true. because of your obsession with trampolines. Well, okay. So that barring my obsession with trampolines, um, the, the trampoline park thing. So HB 150 is the bill that the trampoline park safety regulations are all in. This is a new thing. Like trampoline parks are like a year or two old and they're it's a fucking dangerous business, right? Like you're inviting people to do big jumps and flips and they're bound to get hurt. And there were no regulations. Basically, you just opened up a fucking warehouse, put some trampolines in it and set people free. Like because Jonathan's been with his friends for parties and stuff. You have to sign a waiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you have to sign a waiver of liability that doesn't fucking hold up in court. And if you get injured, you can still sue them. And, and basically, like, none of their shit is safety inspected. Like, there's no regulation. You go to Lagoon, they have to... No. No. Nope, they don't have to go through. Right? Well, they, they do don't. now. They do now. They did not used to have to have those rides inspected. Um, but, I mean, that's you just think take that stuff for granted that it exists. It didn't. So there's also a bunch of, of regulations in terms of insurances that they have to carry now and, and stuff like that. So, Bree, maybe you guys should get into insuring trampoline parks. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so that's my first one that I wanted to talk about. So so I'll, I, I, I'll take the next one. The 3.2 beer to the 4.8. Okay. I think that's a big one, and we 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 touched on it very briefly. Well, I don't, we talked about it with the guys at Bohemian, but maybe that was off. Well, okay, yeah, it was off, Mike. I think, and we've talked about it with some of the others. So Utah, in case you've been living under a rock, Utah's one of the last holdouts. There were two states, Utah, and I don't remember the fucking other one. Doesn't matter. It's like Oklahoma, yeah, um, something. So uh, not Oklahoma, because Oklahoma had changed it. Yeah. Sorry, it's Minnesota. So Oklahoma hey, had changed you know their that. law, but. Utah has had for a long time one of the most strict beer laws on the books, meaning to sell beer in grocery stores, it had to be under 3.2 alcohol by weight, um, which is really small, and it's less than 1% of the American beer market. And finally, because Kansas and Colorado and a few other states had changed their laws, uh, all the big beer manufacturers were like, yeah, we're not going to fucking make beer for you anymore. 
We'll make it and sell it in 30 packs, and that's about it. And we're going to take all this other stuff out. Like Miller High Life was like, no, nope, we're not making it. So um, in the Senate, they passed 4.8. So 4.8 was widely considered. Look, it's still really restrictive. The average in the nation for states that allow beer sales in grocery stores, the cap average cap is 9.8 for beer. Whoa. <laughs> that's average. Which means there are states that are a lot higher, and there are a few states that are lower. Utah's the lowest. So um, the Senate passed 4.8. Uh, the House got a hold of it and tried to really fuck it over. Uh, and basically the only reason I think that it passed at 4 is because uh, big corporations like Walmart got involved. Because that was they were going to lose a lot of money not having as much beer in the, in the store. Right. Well, and, and, and it's the, the selection. It was going to be narrowed down to, like, next to nothing. Yeah, so at four, your giant stores, your Mavericks and your Walmarts and stuff like that, they're going to still have roughly 80% of what they had before, is, is what they've been told from beer manufacturers. Again, that's national beer manufacturers, though. That doesn't fucking help the local guys, right? The right. local guys aren't producing on that level. Um, it goes into effect on November 1st. Uh, that's when you'll start seeing the higher point stuff. Um, hopefully, that gives some of the local guys time to run out their stock. Right. Well, that's what that's what we were, talk, we were talking about. At Bohemian is that to to make a change like that overnight is is death. It's to impossible. These guys. They can't because what was he saying? That's dumping seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah basically of the, the cans and stuff that they've already because purchased. all the labeling that right. they have to do the the rigorous crap they have to go through. Plus, that's not to mention. The beer that's sitting in the fermentation or the lager tanks, depending on the type right. of beer, that is going to, they're not going to sell the lower point beer if they're not going to buy it, if people aren't going to buy it. Right. And so then you're flushing the product down the toilet, not just Cans the stuff that you got. So, so this will give them time to hopefully cycle through that and then gear up for the new. Yeah. But still, I mean, 3.2 to 4, not really a big jump, guys. Fucking way to go. Way to help out not Utah businesses is what I'm saying because it's not going to help the local beer manufacturers all that much, and we have a lot of them. So, uh, uh, so I don't know the bill number, but Representative Romero and Senator Weiler passed a bill that adds domestic violence to a list of reasons to be denied bail, and I think with as much, I mean, I'm good the, with that. the lady and you know. In uh, Sandy last year, that was her and her son were murdered. You know, there's quite a few of those that had somebody actually been detained, then let go on bail, yeah. and then pop, pop. Yep. So I think that that's a great bill that passed. I agree. So I think some interesting things that we're doing again. Um, we had that committee that was supposed to evaluate things to save us money for. Uh, lawsuits and stuff, but um, we had two abortion bills pass this year. Oh, one it. about abortion. The constitutional after, challenge committee that yeah, they made a couple yeah. years ago. So we have one where you can't get an abortion after 18 weeks um, with exceptions for rape, incest, safety of the mother. And um, and then the other one is the Down syndrome one where you, you can't get an abortion just because your fetus um, has been diagnosed with Down syndrome. So the 18 weeks one, uh, the uh, ACLU is already threatening the lawsuit. Right. And so there are a lot of people that think, well, this is so that we can get it up to the Supreme Court and overturn Roe v. Wade and yada, yada, yada. And and maybe that is the case. But it's, uh, once again, it's our legislature costing the taxpayers money 
it's like they want to be on the forefront of fucking up things because I, like gay marriage, they inadvertently created a situation where Utah was the first state with legalized gay marriage. And we actually got the Supreme Court ruling because of our case. But this is just a waste of taxpayer dollars because there's other cases already on their way to Supreme Courts from similar laws and similar states. And even during... Just let those pan out. More and more cases don't add to it. Even during the bill running on the floor of, of Congress this year, the, the, the freaking sponsor of the bill said, well, it's similar to other bills. We, sh- we should maybe wait until after they decide uh, the, the legality then of those. Then why fucking do it? Because we like fucking wasting taxpayer dollars in this state. Well, and our bill isn't even the strictest. No, uh, no. There's uh, there's one other that's going through right now that's supposed to be the strictest. Like, it's zero weeks. And I don't think that one... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> banning abortion. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. There's a Supreme Court ruling that's been around for 50 years now that says you can't do that. I, You know that I'm, I have expressed this many times that I'm a glutton for punishment and like to go and read comments just because I like to see both sides. And like, ah, I just... That is a really rough one to read both sides. Yeah. Um, but here's my thought. Science tells me you're not a viable human. Here's my thought. You're a man. You don't get to have an opinion. I do get to have an opinion. I absolutely do get to have an opinion. Because you're the dad. I, well, first no. off, I have not fathered any children. Not you. Not <laughs> you personally, but, but no, when th- it comes when to... I, I think no. a man does get to have an opinion, but I don't think they get to have the choice. Yes, and that's I the difference. That. It's not their fucking right to choose what the woman does with her body. And I'm sorry, I don't give a shit if your little spermie swam up a fucking vaginal canal and popped into an egg and was like, hey, take my genetic code. Because guess what? Your genetic code's not that fucking great to begin with if you live in Utah. When he hops in? That's how he talks to nice. Yeah, That's his voice. Nice. Um <laughs> How the sperm talks. I'm writing that down. <laughs> how sperm Hey, speak. how come your sperm has a deeper voice than Pepe? <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't think you need to talk about Pepe on this podcast. People don't want to know about that. Um, anyway, I don't think it's the man's right to tell the woman what she gets to do. And guess what? Science tells me that fucking, that little thing that's not a fucking human, that little thing that continues to grow isn't viable, meaning it doesn't turn into anything. If it fucking falls out, it's it just... It does also doesn't feel at it's that just point. A disgusting, so all of the people who are like, you're hurting them, they, they don't have pain receptors. Yeah, so you can punch the woman in the stomach up to a certain... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, I'm just this kidding. is a bad episode of SVU. No. Honestly, though, you can fall... A, a pregnant woman could totally fall off a curb and land right on her belly, and it's pretty protected. Yeah, there's nothing... Look, it's not... I don't, you can fucking believe whatever you want. If you believe that it's, it's a human life at that point, good on you. You probably fucking also believe the earth started 5,000 years ago, you dumbass. But you can have, look, you can have faith and you can believe that from a religious standpoint that that's life. That's your right to believe that. It is not your right to impose those beliefs and from that religion from else. on someone else because Absolutely. that's purely what it is from a scientific standpoint. That is not a human being. That is a group of cells that's fucking undefined. And even once it it's starts even to define... A, it could even be considered a cancer at that point. Yeah, it could be. It is a fucking cancer. Are you kidding me? It's eating... Uh, it's a parasite. It's not even a cancer. It's a fucking parasite. It lives off of its host until the host is ready to expel Cannot it. Cannot live outside it, which yeah. is basically until they get married and move away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're... No, they're still fucking parasites. They've moved away and they're oh, still parasites. Right. Anyway, 
in case you couldn't tell, I'm very pro-choice. Uh, I'm not super religious. But the point is, it is is but, that's the thing that people don't think about. And, and we've brought this up millions of times, and people bring it up all over the country all of the time. Everybody's all pro-choice right until that baby's born. And then that baby has no rights. It's just a kid. It's, it's a possession. And, and there's, there's not enough programs okay, so to help those women. Why don't we talk that about that? Why don't we talk about that? Because that's another thing the legislative group, the legislature, what, whatever, the, the, the fucking Congress, uh, the people on it's the not, Hill. They're the not click. Congress. They are Congress. They're the Utah State Congress. The click. Um, the fucking, the, click on the, hill. the Mormon assholes. Oh, by the way, I read this interesting fact. Uh, about before I get into to Medicaid expansion and how they fucked Prop 3. Um, so the state of Utah is roughly 65% Mormon. The legislator, legislature, the fucking governing body of this state is almost 86% LDS. Disproportionately LDS. And our laws are influenced by that heavily. Uh, the, the beer law was one that was fucking influenced by it heavily because once it got to the house, the church was like, well, I don't know. Teens are going to drink more because they're, they're going to get drunk easier. And that DUI law that's proving to be fucking fruitful in terms of arrests, by the way, massive numbers of arrests in, in January now, uh, we know. Um, anyway, that that that's just a weird disproportionate thing. But let's talk about not giving a shit about kids because Medicaid is almost entirely kids. Yes, there are some adults that are involved in Medicaid. Not a lot, right? And and honestly, that's a big gap right now uh, is adults. But Medicaid expansion, the state of Utah, the, the fucking state legislator, legislature failed to pass Medicaid expansion for eight fucking years. And the citizens of this state, and we've talked about this at length on other episodes, so we'll make it short. The citizens of this state decided... We're going to take action. We have the ability to create a proposition. We have to go get signatures. We have to do all this fucking work to make Medicaid expansion happen because the, the legislature can't fucking do it. So we do it. Um, we created a gap for 138% of the poverty level. So meaning if you make 138% of the federal poverty line, you still qualify for Medicaid in the state of Utah. And the legislature said, nope. Fuck you. Screw you, poor people. What's Kids. interesting is, so they lowered that to 100% of the poverty level. So if you're at the poverty level, you get Medicaid. If you're above it at all, you don't get Medicaid. And the poverty level is not real. Like their, it's, it's their, not a. Their proposition, their, their law that they put into place will cost the state of Utah more money than the Proposition 3 that was passed by the people. And the reason it'll cost them more money. While covering significantly fewer people, is because the federal government has to approve it and then send the money back to Utah, which they will not do because it does not meet their standards. The state of Utah is going to end up paying more money to cover fewer people because our legislature are fucking idiots. Not only that, but now you have more of the population that has to use an emergency room for, for basic care. And that's costly. That's what drives up our healthcare costs is when, you know, little Johnny has the flu and needs some Tamiflu, but he has no health insurance and the ER has to treat him, but mom can't pay. So now we've got an unpaid bill that has to get written off by the hospital because they're never going to get it from this poor woman who makes, you know, $50 more than the poverty level. Um, so they write that into, you know, Jeremy's bill who he's trying to get his through the 
they exchange and now he has to pay for little Johnny to go to the emergency room, which costs hundreds of dollars rather than the doctor's office where they go in, they run the test. Yep. You've got the flu. Here's your prescription and you're on your way. Anybody want to say anything else about it? No, we've spent, we've spent a lot of time. We've talked about it before though in length. So I think it should be noted that uh, driver's license renewal is now every eight years I know. instead of five. However, uh, don't we have to update them anyways to get that little star on? Yes, you by will. By 2020. Um, but ID cards will also be affected by that. Um, but eight years. Uh, mine expires on my birthday woo-hoo! this year. I did it on mine last year. I had to get mine two years ago. Um, also, the motorcycle law. To do that. That's weird. We yeah. It's super same. important to talk about. Yeah. So um, what, what do they call it? Uh, it's uh, lane I'm, like the, I'm like the, 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 lane, the weaving in and out of traffic. Lane filtering. Lane filtering. Yes. So basically, at red lights, um, and and I don't know even if it's just at red lights. No, it's stop under. Traffic. It's slow. It's like a certain mile. under yeah. forty miles an hour. I think motorcycles will have the ability. Now, this the first time I witnessed this in L.A. It freaked me the fuck out. But in L.A., they can do it anytime. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> but motorcyclists can now basically drive between cars on the freeway. They can drive between cars at Not stoplights. Not on the freeway. It has to be under a certain speed limit. Yeah. If, if the freeway, if the freeway is crawling at 30, and they it can impedes go, them and they think they're going to get hit, then they, like, that's how it came that, about. So, so lane filtering allows the motorcyclists, instead of being stuck between all these giant fucking vehicles, now they can go in between the vehicles. Um, and take their so there's like, plenty of room it's freaky yeah. because you're not used to it but there is actually plenty of room our roads are very wide in the state of utah uh and the lanes are wide Just so make sure to check your mirrors be aware don't fucking change lanes without checking your blind spot which you shouldn't do anyway but you might be hitting a fucking by a, a motorbike i'm a little bugged that the red light one didn't pass i thought it was going to pass because I think it living out in eagle mountain i have one light that i've sat out for 10 minutes <laughs> Uh, that I, I finally was like, I'm turning. When, when, no, no, when I sit at lights like that, I will go. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, but it was just the time of day, so I wanted to. I don't give a shit what day. time it is. If I sit through two light cycles, my rule is two light cycles. And it's the worst on arrowed lights because that's when it tends to happen the most. Yeah, that's where it is. If I sit through two light cycles and I don't get an arrow, I fucking go. Again, people talking about this hilarious like they were gonna like lose their minds if this passed <laughs> i was like it's just like using a stop sign yeah, like, it's don't a, be an look, idiot. no i'm gonna be clear people in utah don't know these four-way stops either that's <laughs> true because there are two by my house <laughs> they are fucking dumb and they have trouble with roundabouts too yeah, yeah. should i go should i not go that do i yield do i not neighborhood yield? which sir which 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 lane am i supposed roundabouts to be in? I don't know. are the easiest to use when you're in scotland <laughs> So I don't want to talk about Proposition 2. We've already limited on Prop 2 and Prop 3 enough, I think, in our last several months. Um, And they will fuck up Prop 4. Don't worry. That's coming. They just want to give us some time to forget about the other two they fucked us on. Um, But they passed a few pieces of legislation that I think are really important to pay attention to. These are things that are basically designed to continue to suppress the voter in the state of Utah. So, um, and this all has to do with the way ballot initiatives are created. So HB 133 uh, was passed and it makes it so ballot initiatives can no longer take effect prior to the end of the legislative session following that voting period. So basically Prop 3, the Medicaid expansion, they called, or not Prop 3, Prop 2, uh, the, the pot, bill the medical marijuana bill they called a special session because it was supposed to what they called it the pop bill yeah um (laughs) prop prop two was supposed to take effect the start of the year they had to call a special session 
so that they could fuck the law over so it wouldn't take effect and they wouldn't have an effective law that they're then having to change during the start of the session. Um, so they passed that. So now no proposition can take, no ballot initiative can take effect before the end of the first legislative session following it, which is kind of fucked up. It basically means they don't have to work hard to fuck us over. Um, HB 195 was passed, which increases the number of signatures that you need to get a ballot initiative uh, on the ballot. Now, this is really slimy how they did it because they changed the wording and they lowered the percentages. So it used to say 5% of people who voted in the last general election. It now says 4% of active voters on January 1st following the last general election. So general election is when the president's being elected. So the difference is this. In most general elections, voter turnout's okay, but it's only like 50% of your registered voters in most places. Like sometimes it's a little bit higher. This last year was, was a big exception. Uh, no, it was the midterm that was the exception. Um, but voter turnout is definitely not active voters. Here's how you get marked as an inactive voter. It's not by not voting. It's by changing your address and not confirming with the mailer that they send you when you change your address that your address has changed and you're in a new, in a new district. That marks you then inactive on the ballot or on the voter register. That's what happened to a lot of people last time. So basically, while it looks like the percentage was lowered in terms of number of signatures, it's actually way higher now. So instead of 50% of your voters, now it is 4% of 100% instead of 5% of 50%, roughly. Those numbers are, are just out in the dark. But that's, I mean, that's, that's a good idea. So it's significantly harder to get the signatures. In addition to that, they passed HB 145 which adds a whole shit ton of rules to county clerks for posting and removing signatures from active petitions, how fast they have to do it, how quickly they have to respond to removal requests. It's crazy the amount of extra red tape that they fucking put into these things. They basically hogtied us so that we can't uh, make rules that they don't like. I mean, it's it's really crazy because we passed three ballot initiatives this year. And they did not like that. All three of them passed, and they weren't happy with all three of them. They already fucked over two of them, and they're going to work on that third. Don't worry. Prop four will have impacts changing next year. I guarantee it. Uh, anybody have something else? I'm, I'm yes, worked I'm up. Su- I want yes, I'm else super to talk. excited, and this one's really happy. So this has to do with businesses. Uh, they passed a bill that cut through regula- regulatory red tape for food trucks. Now they only oh, need yeah. one business license for multi-cities, we, which is amazing. We talked, to, did we talk to Rock Clutt about that when they were here? No. Mm-mm. I don't remember. We talked no. to someone about that happening. Trina. Um, yeah, but fan- oh, did we just talk to her at the market about it? I don't know. No, we've talked to... We've talked to so- like it's a big deal because it's, it's, it was difficult for food trucks yeah. to... Because if you wanted to operate we in Salt We talked to the City, Freaks people. Well, and it, way back even when we talked to Farmer Luke, because he was doing the food truck yeah. thing, he was saying he wanted more food trucks, but they the whole license thing. Yeah, so some counties you could do it for the county, and others you had to do it city by city, and it's really a pain in the ass. Think about how many cities are in the county of Salt Lake. Well, and to pay the whatever seventy five bucks or yeah. whatever, and everyone's got different fucking rules city. and. So um, also, it is now against the law for employers to ask about an expunged criminal record. Yeah, I saw that. They were going to make it against the law to ask about previous salary, but they nixed that one. Yes. Um, Utah did get put into the Super Tuesday for primaries, by the way. So we yeah. will be on the same primary day as the rest of the country, pretty much. Well, it's it's it makes Utah a relevant state for them to... We might start getting some people here. That just means that we'll have to see more ads. That's 
that's depressing. But it, it makes Utah more relevant. So before we were way late in the primary season, and usually by the time it rolled around to us, our our primary vote didn't actually matter. Now we're on a day that the majority of the states actually vote, and so it'll force candidates in general elections to come here more. So what? I don't understand what happened with this daylight savings time bill. <laughs> um. So. It's basically all it was. So we we passed a resolution, uh, and the resolution basically says we're joining a list of other states that agree that the the bill that well, I think Bishop is sponsoring. Yeah, because they're doing it on a federal level. They're working on it. Well, and on the federal level, it's just so right now it's federal law, but some states just bucked that law, and no one's challenged them. And basically, the federal government, like that little piece of Arizona, the all of Arizona, that little. No, piece. there's a little. All of Arizona. All of Arizona, Nevada. There's, a there's, piece a, of, like, there's one Ohio. state that has a little teeny piece that's um, not. Hawaii doesn't do it. Um, but Maybe it's New Mexico. Basically, the federal law will be changed so that states get the choice uh, on whether or not they want to participate. And hopefully at that point, every state will just change the law because I think it's stupid. It's nice it that it happens. It would be funny, though, if one state still did it. Well, if there's one state that still does it, then it's going to be Utah. Probably. Fucking idiots here, I swear <laughs> to God. Um, I liked this one. I, I saw this one. I thought it was really cool. The silver alert. So, oh, yeah. I saw that, so too. So we have an amber alert. Everyone knows what the amber alert is because it's a nationwide thing. But Utah has created a silver alert. So if you have an adult over the age of 60 that is suffering from dementia, uh, you can there's, – there's a process now where you can basically have essentially an amber alert placed for this individual – um, there's been a lot of old people in Utah with dementia that end up I was missing. Say, we a lot my, of here, man. Yeah, my they, grandma would just disappear. Yeah, they just walk off. They disappear. Didn't we have a we had Do a you guy remember my died a, when my uh, uncle uh, did last that last year? I think yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bree's uncle did it. We were we were cleaning out grandma's house and he just vanished, and he was at the next door neighbors in his backyard just chilling. Yep. Everybody thought that he was with somebody else, and then when they all got together, they're like. Oh, crap. Where'd he go? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really cool. I, I thought that was a, a, a good piece of legislation to pass. Also, uh, a couple legal things. Um, you can no longer, don't install tracking devices on cars that aren't yours unless you're a PI. And that, yeah. No, I thought that included PIs. The, the, the final piece of legislation excluded private investigators. Now, there's there's some other... Who's doing that? That's so cre- That's so Steve Powell. Well... <laughs> yeah, basically. But that, I mean, that was part of it. So there are some exclusions in terms of like if there are protective orders in place and certain things like that, like the, the, it apply, like the law applies a little bit so differently. So like if a woman has a protective order in place and a PI can't put something on her On for- her car. Yeah, that basically that's the gotcha. way it would work. Yeah. And like the, the way the law is written is basically if you're the leaseholder of the car, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So if you want to put a tracking device on your kid's car who's 15 or 16, hopefully they're 16 if you're letting them drive on their own, um, who's 16 and the car's under your name, you're totally obliged to be able to do that. Um, but there's some other laws when it comes to like spousal stuff as well. So I'd be interested under healthcare to find out. I need to go read this bill, but um, autism is now going to be covered under some healthcare plans, uh, which is amazing and they also created a bill for the rare diseases council which will also help mm-hmm. so that's huge having a brother with autism and rare diseases also so uh another another legal thing um agencies in the state of utah are now required to get a warrant in order to access any instant message direct any recordings, message right? email any electronic communications they have to have a warrant to get that they did not have to have that before it's a pretty big deal. You look like you had something, Brie. 
Oh, I was just going to talk about the straight ticket voting. I was really sad to see that you that they didn't get rid of the button. I'm not really surprised. I'm not surprised, but it's, it still makes me sad. Yeah. So, Jeremy, do you have another one? Well, the polygamy, the, the people living a polygamous mm-hmm. community are now going to be able to dip into the state crime victim fund so to help them out. Oh, that's amazing. But there is a well, caveat, and sure it's a really is. important <laughs> caveat. They will only fund them if they help the prosecution prosecute. Oh. Ooh. So it's so they have to testify against their family. What yeah. if they don't want to prosecute? What if they just want to get out of their family? Then they won't. Have then they guys. don't have access to the state victims fund. Hmm. So kind of a kind of a catch. Sounds kind of like there. our legislature. Um, I I will say so. There's this. We've mixed in some good and some bad stuff. Here's a fuck up Utah thing. Well, uh, I, the I tobacco age in the state of Utah. Oh. If you want to possess, consume, or purchase tobacco is now 21. Well, technically, it's still 19. It will be 20 in a year and 21 in two years. Mm-hmm. And so if you look, not a lot of tobacco use in the state of Utah. But so instead of having food storage, you need to stock up on six. Yeah, go ahead and buy all your cigarettes and your e-juices and your e-liquids. Um, those are going to be a bit. Or just order them online because, you know, you can do that. They don't fucking really check that stuff. So you uh, heard Something it. else that's also a big deal is that teachers can now talk about contraception under oh new sex my god i know and speaking of and education it's, and its effectiveness I, i'm going to give kudos to the state of utah so we, we we've done a bunch of of budgetary stuff we talk about it and kind of pass over it education funding we got a four percent increase this year in weighted pupil units which is basically per pupil spending more or less um that equates to a, basically a 300 million dollar increase in recurring Budgetary uh, consideration and a hundred million dollars in one time uh, for the Department of Education. They also passed the law where they can now do exit interviews with departing teachers and ask them why they're leaving, uh, which is a big deal. I, I think the number one reason why teachers leave in the state of Utah is underfunding, mm-hmm. um, and I think any of them will tell you that openly. But legally, the government couldn't ask before. Now they can. Well, we were joking at work because everybody teases Ashley, you know, because she's from Wyoming and. The other day I said, just tell them Utah's the lowest um, for per student spending and we bottom out for all of our testing. Wyoming doesn't. Or she could just tell them because she went to the high school I went to. My high school has better fucking facilities than the University of Utah. Two other um, two other um, education things that are important are... Um, they passed a bill cracking down on school fees. I know, like, oh my God, you guys have that's... to deal with that. <laughs> I so, don't, but I know that they're monsters. So I'll, I'll say this. So one, and it Diego, also it also requires that there be public hearings if they want a fee hike. So, so I, I will say this: Juan Diego, the, the Catholic school system in general has tight constraints on fees for activities. So you pay a tuition to go there. And if you want to do activities like cheerleading and stuff like that, there are fees associated with those activities at private school. But the private school system, at least the Catholic school system in the state of Utah, is very tight on what they do and don't allow in terms of fees. So they set a limit for activity and they say you cannot ask for any more than this. And they also have a way for people to get waivers and vouchers and stuff to to help pay for that stuff. So they, they operate in a budget. In schools and public education, they don't. In the state of Utah, up to this point, there's been no cap, and that's how they make up for lack of a, stuff. This is a so big for, deal. For all of Maya's magical stuff this last year, $800. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's a lot of money. And think that's about it. a lot it, of money. Like, you guys can afford it, but think about other kids. That is prohibitive for some kids to participate, mm-hmm. but it's not just magical stuff. Oh, no. That's, it is 
That, I mean, and Sports, that's, sciences, that's like super arts. extra, but I'm talking about just school fees. There are a lot of schools that say, you know what, for this class, it's a $50 fee. For this class, it's a $100 fee for fucking STEM well, classes. Well, and this says for textbooks, they're not allowed to charge a fee anymore. Also, one other thing um, before we move on that's important is that teachers, professors, and higher ed instructors have been added to a position of special trust um, for yes. sex abuse cases. So and I think are, that, that is, that's massive. If they are found guilty of sexual abuse, offenses they will get effed they will they will get uh tried for the a much higher offense yeah i think that's awesome i think that's fantastic um just a couple more and i think we'll we'll wrap up here i think uh i think uh, we're about ready to talk to our guest um so uh the radioactive waste bill that we talked about hb 220 <laughs> passed fucking passed <laughs> didn't even have to have a, a governor's signature it's law now so we're going to start accepting shitty radioactive waste. Hopefully we'll shittier. all be dead but by the time they'll start heating up. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. Well, they can accept them through the inland port. If not, we if just If not, be. our babies will be deformed. I, don't, um, I can't have any more, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm not having any, so we're good, too. Um, one, one other that I wanted to mention specifically, and that is we have a new state holiday for <laughs> victims of communism. What? And, oh, we have a new state pet, too. A oh, state the, animal. Oh, yeah, it's the... Not the bearded the, dragon. The, 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 the Gia monster. monster. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So the seagulls out. No, no, no. State reptile is the Gia. Uh, yeah. Uh, gotcha. And that was state pet. Actually, the story behind that is it was a it was a like a middle school class down in southern Utah that helped awesome. write that. Oh. And, and, and we should also mention that last week the hate crimes bill was signed yes. in a ginormous ceremony. Did you see Sims tie? That was awesome. I just have to say. I saw, um, I believe his name's Robert Gerke. I saw him post on Twitter something that was really fantastic, having Derek Kitchen up there signing that bill with Governor Herbert, who he fought six years ago-ish, uh, seven years ago, to get uh, gay marriage in Utah. And they're signing this hate crime bill. Like, it just was, it was such a cool tweet. I was like, yeah. Now, if only they could figure out fucking conversion therapy and making yeah. that go away. Well, so we got to end on a good note. A- uh, animal. That is a good note. Well, that is, that is. Well, you That's went right like, to, to... You went right to negative, <laughs> though. To, that is true. To conversion therapy. So... <laughs> <laughs> Aggravated animal cruelty has been added to the list of domestic violence offenses. <laughs> Way to go, Jeremy. Way to go. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we have the, the pleasure now that he's here of, of speaking to, uh, finally, uh, Enrique Lamone. Is that how you say it? Yes. I'm good. I'm good. I didn't fuck it up. You know why I didn't fuck it up, though? Because I didn't ask. Because you didn't ask? Every time he'll I ask, ask and then he'll like not even give it the right name. Yeah, not just pr- mispronounce like, it, but be, Elmer Marone. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> to be sure. fair, no, like Josh, Josh Lamone over here. It's, uh, <laughs> so we interviewed Dave Colley from the Cold Podcast, and he kept calling him Josh because he did, like he did a long podcast on him. Josh Powell, like. You know, I'm sorry, Josh. Anyway, Enrique I'm is... I'm sorry, uh, Josh. You just said Josh. <laughs> oh, I'm not sorry, Josh, pal. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, we're excited to have Enrique, though. Enrique is uh, the editor of City Weekly um, and is the one that... Uh, did you choose us for yes. the Best Best of podcast? Yes, I did. Could you could have called it the best plagiarism podcast? <laughs> Why? Why plagiarism? Uh, I mean, I mean, we don't read word for word, and if we do, we always give credit. But uh, we do steal City Weekly's uh, we still best have of them. Utah. Good. Yeah. We keep them around, uh, but we steal a lot of City Weekly's 
best of Utah content. We usually do two episodes, actually. Yeah, uh, we the readers to, and the voters. Uh, are, yeah, um, yeah, because because the the writers do a better job. The voters vote dumb things <laughs> sometimes. God bless them. <laughs> I I love oh, our we'll, readers. We will get to that. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna get to it right now. Like, I have a question. Crap is, okay. What the crap is with okay. the guy? We're yeah. not even get to know him first. We with just have to which jump right come by one like oh, every guy. No one eats there. I swear to God, it's just they just take kids to. We think it's a drug front. French place. Yeah. Oh, oh, it wins oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wins a lot of awards. Best every year. Yeah, but I swear Best to God, the food? only people that go there are children on field trips. I think to it's drink just, wine. I, guess. I don't know. That's I don't want to go to that school. I've never talked to anyone <laughs> that had actually gone to Lakai and ate there in the last really? like, five years. Really? Yeah. I mean, sometimes there are a couple of um, head scratchers in there, but. It's what the readers choose, so we just go with it. Is that really like one do. guy voting like every day? Is that what it is? <laughs> Mr. Lakai? <No. laughs> he employs an army of yeah. Portuguese children. Yeah. Well, no, I actually have heard of certain restaurants uh, putting a paper ballot along with their bills, which is kind of smart. I, I don't care either way. We respect the results regardless. Well, I mean, think about it. You do have to take uh, – it's like writing a review. You actually have to put an effort to vote because there's not – it's yeah. not multiple choice. No, you have to think of your – You have to think about, about it. That? And then we only count the votes if if the person voted in ten or more different categories. Oh, so they good. have to put some sort of effort into it. So, so they, they can't, can't just, just vote go for, and two vote for Yeah, I can't just be you know. Well, that's Richard's why Lakai won in ten different areas. That's, yeah. yeah, I was just saying <laughs> they, they, they win a lot. They won best public park, and I was like, hey, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> they have a nice driveway. Like <laughs> they have that big open area. <laughs> With all the birds, and <laughs> yeah. So I, I do. I just had to ask that question because every year I'm like, how the fuck do they keep winning? Like, <laughs> this is not the audience of City Weekly, I would think. Because I'm thinking, like, what hipsters go to Lakai? Like, yeah, that's that's maybe the audience. That's, maybe that's know. the thing. It's not like they carry your magazine out, Lakai. You don't know that. I don't know. They might. I, I They're like best of. Get on, get on that. Make sure that they have yeah. it. Like right when you walk that into the be, weight room. That should be a primo distribution spot. Porcupine you guys has are it? right. Do they show up to your party? Lakai. I would like to think so. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw you there. That was a good party. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. She was there. She was representing us all. She was repping. Yeah, it was a yeah. little short notice for me. I had some other crap come up, so um okay, so but Enrique, let's let's actually take a step back. <laughs> okay. Um Jeremy likes to ask everyone where they were conceived and how. But we don't um, have to go that way. Really? We can just go with where are you, you from? Are you from Utah or <laughs> did you come here from somewhere? No, I'm originally from Tijuana, Mexico, uh, slash San Diego, and that's where I came from. They're basically the same place. Yeah, but, well, you know, back back in my day, they, they kind of were. Um, now it's a little bit more There's divided, more if you will. Yes. Go figure, right? <laughs> Weird. Because of the wall. Uh, yeah, which, by the way, there's already one down there. Yes, there there flash, time. The same kind of fence Trump wants to build. It doesn't stop him. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> he just wants uh, to put his name on it. Yeah, so that's that's where I hail from. I started off at the weekly there in San Diego, later at the one in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Got a chance to travel here. Had already been to Utah, really liked it. Then the opportunity arose, and I just jumped on it. So... Are all the because there are you know, Salt Lake City Weekly, City Weekly in Salt Lake is not the only like weekly publication of its sort in a city. Is there a network of them? Um, there are. There is an association actually called the Association for Alternative News Media, and so we all belong to it. We're all like members of it, I should oh, say. Okay. City Weekly sense. is independently owned yeah. by the Saltos family, and um, yeah, there are weeklies uh, from Miami to Austin to Seattle to. Couple of two weekly towns like San Diego, like um, Portland, yeah. But ours is the best. 
ours is pretty cool. Ours is pretty cool. I really like it. That's where you get the real news. Uh, from what's really going on in the city. Yeah, if you want local news, there's not a better place. Because uh, like, you go to Salt Lake Tribune, they basically do no local news anymore. Like, their stuff, if it's local, it came from, Fo- is it Fox 13 they have a partnership? Mm-hmm. Fox 13 did most of the local stuff. Almost all their stuff is national now, and it's pulled from the AP. Um, if you want real local stories, like good in-depth stories, not just there was a shooting in Kearns last week, um, <laughs> yeah. City Weekly is the place to go. Well, I'm really flattered because, you know, it is definitely a labor of love, and I really thank my staff for putting up with me and just putting up with the rhythm of of. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me, oh, it must be so cool. You only work once a week. You work at a week. <laughs> yeah, no, buddy. We work every day and sometimes takes, weekends, nights, 6 a.m., whenever. Well, how long? Like, let's take the best of uh, uh, oh, issue. God. Okay, the best PTSD, of issue is huge. PTSD alert. I mean, so instead of a paper, it's every, it's yeah. a magazine now yeah. and it's it's huge and it stands up. I remember when it used to be the newspaper. But it, it was like it, yeah, when years I ago, came right? Here, it was, it was a, a fat, big, fat yeah, paper. A fat weekly. But that's not like that's not a one week endeavor like how how many weeks go into producing that issue well the voting itself is about six to eight weeks so we start to get a preliminary feel of who vote because after everything is in and everything is tabulated i have to assign everything and then you have to give writers i don't know depending but like two weeks then we edit then we do the pictures i mean you you wouldn't believe how fast we do it but really it's about the whole thing like two and a half, three months to put together, which, hey, it's not bad for a 188-pager. So the dude that gets like Kai is like, yes, I've got the same article as last year. <laughs> no, all they're all new. Ten. Every year we I know, but the guy knows. Like, that's why the Kai wins. Like he's got... <laughs> he has he has a system down, so apparently, huh? The, the dude that writes Lucky 13's article, he's like, all right, I know Lucky Bacon. 13. Well, I'm yeah. going to change you know, the article. There are some that I think are just going to be very hard to push off their podium. And I think... You know, we see them. They're the the perennial favorites. Well, there's think, always going to be a lucky thirteen. There's always going to be, you know, a Gracie's. Uh, uh, well, that's yeah, why Kebab, I think, yeah. That's why I think it's fantastic that you guys created the the Hall of Fame, if you will. Yeah. Uh, for like Radio from Hell, for example. Yeah, because you know, because they'll always win. Yeah, Geek Show best. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I, did Geek was Geek, did Geek Show actually win the best podcast? And you guys just give it to <laughs> I Am Salt Lake because Geek Show is in the Hall of Fame. No, not no. that I'm aware of. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But I have to look into year. it now. No, this is the first year in a long that was time. Shocking. But yeah. I, I don't think that they advocated. I don't think for they it actually for sure. pushed for it. Like usually, they tell people to go vote. Exactly. And I bet they didn't do that this year. Exactly. No. And you know what was great is uh, that a couple of, of people, businesses, they actually went to their social media channels and said, you know what, instead of voting for us, vote for this guy because because oh, cool. this record shop owner has had a really bad year. And and that was pretty awesome. Yeah, and it's super it's super uh, helpful awesome. for for these businesses to to get the award. Um, it's it's not a joke when when you have the community at large vote for you. So, yeah, I'm curious, and I think I speak for all of us. How did you find us? Because we were flattered and floored that you even oh, knew about I, us. I found you, and I think it was maybe your maiden show the year prior, because you guys uh, tweeted at City Weekly. So along with the many hats I wear, <laughs> cry me a river, I'm also a social media manager, so I often get those alerts myself. So I listened to it. I actually sat down, listened to the whole <laughs> podcast. because it's two hours. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, I remember. like, is this thing two hours? Yeah, really? I was like, okay, is they're really taking it seriously, right? <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay, well, God bless them. If they're still around <laughs> this time next year and they're still doing it, 
um, I'll make sure to give them a tip of hat, and that's how that happened. That was awesome. Yeah, we're we are we're just we mere, love it. We look forward to it. Every away from our three year mark. Yeah, and then of course I had to be secretive about it, so I emailed Jess. You know, <laughs> wink, we're doing a piece on local podcasts. Wink, wink. I'm an idiot. And so no, we totally bullied yeah. it too because she tells us, and we're like, well, okay. So yeah. we we happen to be doing our episode out at Asylum Forty Nine. When you oh. ask for a picture, so we're still, that, that was our picture. That's where the picture is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 49. No. I remember yeah. that picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, then it, along with the whole process and everything, we have to be secretive about it. We can't be like, well, I'm here because you, you, you know, you fucking won. So <laughs> yeah, give me a sandwich. And it, it doesn't work like but that. But the dude at Lakai was like, okay, they've asked me like a lot. They're doing an expose on me. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, they're hot on my trail. <laughs> No, oh, I totally God showed everybody. I like had it in my car for the longest time. I'm nice. like, look, this is us. Very nice. Yeah, I made sure to give you guys some love. I I, I love what you do. So, well, so thank keep you. Keep doing it. We appreciate that. We like what you guys do over yeah. at the city, Weekly. especially especially the editor section because the time that you guys take, like your write ups, are phenomenal. Like, well, thank you. Like the the humor that goes behind them, yeah, but even also the, the ones passion. that are like two lines long. Yeah, no, uh, like those you are can the, tell? those are my favorite ones. That's yeah. I always try to sneak a couple of those in. You have a long ass title, right? That makes absolutely no sense, and then it's just like the I fifteen off ramp, blah blah blah, and then you know you sort of get the kicker for it. I love doing that. That those are the ones that sort of keep us. <laughs> Same. They do make us a little bit crazy, but at the same time, they're a great, just a great avenue for creativity because you really have to think about those and make them different and make sure they don't overlap too much. So, you know, Lakai gets love and the readers, <laughs> that's it. We, we're not going to give them too much, too much in, you know, print in the, uh, in the editorial section. Well, you're, I was just going to say you're here because you have another huge your i would assume this is like your you have the best of is a big yeah. issue and then you have the city guide which is God, another yeah. it's like a second best of ptsd of the year it I is know, it like is spring ptsd and fall ptsd yeah, so so those are the two huge glossy publications that city weekly puts out so it's best of year you know like around november and then in the springtime, it's ye old city guide. And, and again, it's, it's a couple of months long, uh, the process. And so it's hard to get into it where, you know, you're snowed in, you're miserable, you're dealing, you know, we, we put this like you're together like, in January. Go <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's actually in there. We did a, do a whole have to thing go down public to the, art. Do I have to go down by Fisher Brewing in the fucking district there and look at the graffiti January, this, yeah, it, well, yeah, we did the whole, yeah because yeah. the, the neighborhood section is just such a big part of it and so that's a little bit like a guide to the city and the paper started doing that one when the olympics came into town it was the first one that was sort of put together Let, let's do something for you know out of town out of state out of out of the country guess of where to go in the city and then they just kept with it and it's a really really cool publication i agree i like it you don't have a release date for that yet though it's being printed as we speak so i think i'm gonna get a chance to see it coming out of the press on friday if all goes well and then um next couple of weeks just just look for it april means city guide yeah then we'll maybe we'll steal a bunch of content for this yeah you should you should just just like go at it like oh there's 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 the guy again what the hell like guy is on the cover how do you (laughs) how do you like how do you choose each year Without repeating things, like if it's been going since 2001. I cry a lot. And then it comes to me like in some sort of like weepy <laughs> dream after the fact, just when I'm completely dehydrated because I've much, cried out all the how moisture. How much do you drink in the middle of this You process? know, you'd be surprised. I didn't drink that much. <laughs> sometimes, because sometimes you do, you know, sometimes it is part of the thing. 
Uh, but I just had to, I had to do a lot of driving. I had to, you know, be all over the place taking pictures. So it wasn't a smart idea. And, uh, and yeah, you'd be surprised. I think I maybe went out like once during the whole thing. The most important thing when putting one of these together, sort of like insider information is just trying to eat at like semi-regular times and sleep really. Because you're just at it because we don't get to take a week off from putting out the weekly as a thing. So we have to do everything behind the curtain so that, you know, the reader doesn't think like, oh, shit, there's a really big dip in content this week. (laughs) What happened? Oh, I know. It's that city guy five weeks from now. So we have to keep doing it. and, And that's a little bit of the challenge. So how do you, I mean, how do you guys as a, as a weekly publication and, and a print publication, how do you survive in, and it's a free print publication. It's a free it's just, print publication too. How do you survive in an era where the Tribune can't figure its head from its ass and lets Deseret News fuck them over and basically ruin the paper? And I mean, you have papers all over the country just yeah. completely failing right now Yeah. as we move into digital media and your free print publication is hard to find after like two days after it's out there. That's like, awesome. It's that's off, that's it's actually good to hear because that means it's moving. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, but no, listen, I, I'm not going to pretend that City Weekly or I have this silver bullet as to how to save the industry. It's a very interesting industry to be in, as you can imagine. And I was sort of galvanized for all of this because when I started in California, it was in the advent of of this um you know economic recession that really hit re- that hit super hard down there first oh yeah the housing crisis and that's when i started in print that's how much of an idiot i am that i'm like <laughs> you know what i've done everything else in media let me go back to the old timey way <laughs> so i know you know i i see a couple of things in the distance coming and i try to prepare for it but really the way that the paper survives is a with a great staff across the board. You have people there. Scott Rainshaw, who is uh, our arts and culture editor, he is on the verge of his 20th anniversary with wow. the paper in May. So you you have people who are super dedicated to the yeah, cause. That's a lot to keep someone like that on for so long. And to keep doing film reviews and to do it freshly and to keep you know a, a, a fresh perspective on what's happening in the art scene. That's pretty cool. So you have great people, number one. And then it's stress is is a lot of stress, as you can imagine, because anything that is deadline driven, there's always going to be that huge component. But also we have the great readership. They recognize the value in what we do. In turn, you know, great supporters as well, people and and businesses, events, et cetera, who advertise with us and uh, events. And that's really what keeps the machine going. It's a combination of everything. And when we do it right, oh, man, it feels so good. Um, the weeks that we do it really well or the issues or the months that we do it really well, man, it feels great. But then you don't get to enjoy it too much because you have to start thinking about the next yeah. week too. So, I mean, cause you guys, you guys have started a lot of stuff too. So the beer fest was an event yeah. that you guys put together initially, right? Yeah. The beer fest now with all this talk of beer in Utah and this renaissance of, of, you know, microbreweries in Utah, which is amazing. That's something that wasn't here not that long ago. So yeah, the beer fest now, this is going to be its 10th year. The same thing with Miss City Weekly, which is an annual pride pageant that happens the Thursday prior to pride 10 years mm-hmm. this year. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool that those events have really taken off and people have really reacted to them. Are you guys bringing back all the queens? That's what we want, but some of them, they're just scattered. They're just very <laughs> really? scattered. Yeah. Like across, outside of Utah? Now, across or? the land. A wow. couple of them, even last year's winner. Uh, Cooper, he moved to uh, Ventura, California. Cooper moved? Yeah, Cooper moved, but what? he just started at a bar down there, and he's Good he's doing him. his own thing. But he is going to be back for the uh, 
for the coronation. But yeah, they're they're a little bit spread out. So we last, want like, all of them. Three. If anyone, if any <laughs> previous queen winner of the Miss City Weekly title and or first runner up will take you. Is listening to this. That's please first. contact Samantha, our marketing and events manager. That's Tell first Samantha loser, I want to be a judge. <laughs> first runner up is a nice judge. way to say first loser. I'm just I saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. You told me stop the conversation with yeah, that. I, did. I pulled a Jeremy. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I apologize. That's okay. Um yeah, I mean it's really cool the stuff that you guys have, have done in the community. Yeah. Um so is most of your staff volunteer or Oh no. No, no, no. They're paid staff, paid contributors, paid illustrators, and so uh, yeah. How would you do it if you didn't pay them? Because I would like there's they're giving you all their time. The amount of work that goes into it really is is again crime your river, right? It really is a lot. So um, no, we're we're glad that that we can actually sustain in that way. We do have a couple of college interns here and there that vary with the seasons. Um, usually, not necessarily not paid. They do get a stipend at the end of it, but everyone else is paid regularly. That's amazing. Yeah. And they're still in business. Folks. <laughs> yeah, and they're still <laughs> 35 years later. It's, I mean, awesome. really, that really is impressive to be in business as a, as a private, as independent, print, independent print yeah. publication. Free, That's off. free print publication. Do you, I mean, the is thing. there really free. competition? Do like, would Q or Slug be considered a competition to City Weekly? Or because yeah, you're kind of all in the same, like, yeah. brainwave, I we feel. We do. I, I, I love any and all other outlets i think that we all contribute in our way to to the sort of media ecosystem yeah, yeah. so i don't see anyone as a direct competitor not because i'm above it but because like i just i just think we're all part of a yeah, like, part of like a cohesive. thing yeah. a movement and even i remember last year around this time when they had that huge staff gutting at the trib Mm. That's not something that any of us, especially me, felt good about. No, no one. So, um, you know, we gave them. We gave. I think it was twenty something of the uh, the recently fired staffers there uh, a platform, and we did a whole news piece on just letting them speak. Didn't editorialize. Didn't do anything. Tell me what was your like, you know, best moment there? Uh, Because at the end of the day, we're all part of it in a different way. You know, there can't be certain rivalries and or you know little like side glances but i want everyone to thrive because if one of us is doing good right that means that all of us can yeah especially with i mean all three of you are free publications also so yeah it's yeah. kind of like wrong burgundy where the the different channels fight in the parking lot exactly <laughs> see I'm all, I'm all down for something like that if it were to be you like have a video like, like tried would you carry a trident <laughs> i'd carry like a big old stack a big old stack of weeklies like a fresh one on a wednesday morning yes <laughs> Enrique, you killed a dude with a trident. A, I I a for a while. <laughs> that escalated quickly. So I, I just wanted. Uh, it's so much content, and and being the producer of the show, and like trying to figure out people to talk to because Utah has like such an incredible amount of amazing, artistic, and talented and knowledgeable people like do you have like a notebook that you're constantly like this is who we need next this is who we need to talk about next notebook event that we need (laughs) the back of receipts the back of envelopes those are usually my notes miniature um post-its up the wazoo and all over my screen surrounding my screen like a hula skirt shared google docs obviously with my staff i'm a post-it person too yeah 
anything and everything you think of notes on my phone. That's how I, you know, I, I came up with one piece of content for the upcoming dining guide through, I was, I was driving down the, the 15 South and I was like, Oh my God, this place that does whole animal jerky. Let me, you know, as I'm some driving, which is not the smartest <laughs> move, but I recorded it there. Like whatever. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, good. you gotta do it when you think about it. I have a, sure. note, yeah. I have a notepad on my phone for that reason. Like, Oh my God, this book, I'm going to write this down. Exactly. Screen grabs. Like you would not believe just up the wazoo I have as well. So just God bless. God bless my phone and, and all the uh, all the different digital accoutrement we now have nowadays. So speaking of digital, how do you guys balance as a as a paper pushing stuff out in print versus versus digital? Well, you know, sometimes stuff happens, like what you were talking about, the signing of the anti hate crimes bill. That's huge. So we're not going to not cover it. Um, so especially during the session that thank God it's finally starting to like die off with the governor signing everything. Um, we do make an effort to cover it. We're, we can't be there every single day, but almost every day. And you'd be surprised how much we managed to cover with a full, you know, full-time staff of four. Uh, while still putting out the paper. It's very important. I love digital. I love social. Again, that's how I found about you guys. So I think it all, it's, it's just all part of, of the, the ball of wax now. That's cool. Yeah. And there's sometimes weeks where, you know, it might sound small potatoes to a really big newsroom, but we managed to put out five, six extra news stories a week just for digital, which is huge, you know, when we can only fit like one, two if we're lucky on on the uh, in the issue to do five extra ones that week that's that's pretty big so yeah, that's a big um, sometimes like we're that's able to pull it off writing's not easy anyone well, that thinks it is hasn't done it yeah the writing the editing the copy editing that goes into it especially when you're dealing on on breaking you know new stuff mm. you don't want to get it out too late um, even if it's on a Monday or especially a Tuesday, which are the production days for the paper, you have to hit pause and do it. That's what we did yesterday with with that. So, um, so yeah, it's it's just it's always something. And, and thankfully, I'm just a little bit crazy enough to want to do it all. So how how long have you been in Utah? Because you you did say you know you were in in San Diego and you went to Texas yeah. and and now you're Sa- here. Santa Fe, Santa Fe, almost That's New Mexico. Mexico, almost yeah. it's basically Texas. <laughs> yeah, They're almost exactly. neighbors. <laughs> it was all part of Mexico once. Huh? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. So how did I get here? Um, like how long ago? How long ago? Like three and a half years ago. Just just just, just under four years. That's not very long ago. That's not very long to kind of know the street. So were you like integral in turning like the best of in the city guide into actual magazines? I'll say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's when it happened. Well, it was a pain in the ass. It's he's, just really, I shaved every guy, time you right? mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, because our, our very first year, it was still a paper. A paper. Yeah. yeah. The fatty. I think well, that was a year with the, the, um, the notebook treatment. How's the different? How's the difference in in costs? Because I gotta imagine that can't be in in terms of the bulk of the paper. That's gotta yeah. be a lot easier to deal with. Oh yeah, no, no, it's definitely more expensive because it's uh it's an upgraded product. It's glossy. It's bound. It's um all that good stuff. But also because it's a higher quality paper, I think what happens in in the magical sales department that I really don't have a say in is that hike up the prices a little bit to make up for it. But it's still a free product, and it's still you know. I think it, it, I, just, I I like it. It's a lot of work, but I, I carry it all it. years. Well, yeah. look, I mean, the the thing is, is this this issue? It, we, we, I still look at it. I still pop, pop it open and look at it. And just as much as you you see the the best ofs, there are tons of amazing quality ads in there. Yeah, and, actually, and that's that's a that's a big plus, and and you can't get the same quality. And they're, in they're a, like places that you would actually want to go to. Yeah, oh, versus like Lakai, like, not just no, like sometimes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. there are ads. I don't know like, if Lakai advertised in there. I'm <laughs> 
Let's look for them. They want Let's look for them. But they didn't, yeah, exactly. They didn't pay for an ad. No, but you know what I mean? Like a lot of times you'll see advertisements and, and yes, it might be relevant to somebody, but you could go They're through almost every... And conditioning. Right. Through almost every page. <laughs> and you're like, I Ketamine. Can ketamine, there. guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. yeah. No, we do have actually certain businesses that will only advertise in that. Oh, wow. And that usually don't advertise in the regular weekly. Oh, and fine. that happens also with our food publication, Devour. And, okay. you know, if they see it a little bit classier, they see it whatever, hey, as long as the check is good, we'll take it. Well, and, you know, some of the businesses. Devour is pretty classy. Yeah. Some of the businesses, like, okay, Lucky 13, they know they're going to be in here, right? They're not dumb. They, they know they're going to get in here because right. they have year after year, they're perennial. So why not put a big ass ad in the paper yeah. or in the magazine in this case? Well, yeah, that you're going to be featured in. You might as well. You guys, we should take out an ad this year. Us? <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> Full page, please. <laughs> Can we do Contact it? Pete Saltis? You know, <laughs> I, I got to say, the, the ballsiest ad I've ever seen that was just awesome is when uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic joins the LA Galaxy last year, and he takes out a full page ad in the LA Times, and it's this big freaking page, like the back page. The, the back page of the page. Was it the back page? I don't remember. Full page of the paper. Dear LA, you're welcome. And then a signature at the bottom. Whole page is blank. Nice. We could do that under headphones. Yes. Guys, I got it. It's in my yes. head already. Yes, with just like a set of headphones that's outside the reams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Enrique yeah. stopped off you at reams. We got some boots, some Levi's, some and some 99 cent grapes. I got some Wranglers, Huskies, and some grapes. Did you get yourself a cowboy hat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, went, I went nuts. We have two over here. We have one you on have 47th, two? and we have one I'm on I'm deep 67th. in reams country. Little yes, do I know. Are. Yes. Little yeah. do I know. You missed yeah. the saddle sale. Oh, wow. <laughs> I need to put that one on next year's best of. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, Reams. Yep, two of them. We have two of them. One on, one on 47th, right by the freeway, yeah. right by 215. And then the other one's on 62nd, right by Bangor. That's the one. Man, that intersection. That's uh, an They're interesting getting rid of that. One. That's the one that... That that's like it's like six, six different ways. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought for sure I was going to get into an accident just by myself. Oh, so I was going to hit myself. So, all the time. so that intersection's always been bad. And then they yeah. made it one of those intersections where the turning lane, the left-hand turn lanes are up all, all the way over on the left side. Yeah. And everything else. I was like, is this Britain? Where yeah. the hell? And they did that to a bunch of them. And then like a year later, they tore all of them out and put over overpass idea. interchanges. <sighs> and we said the whole time, why don't they do that here? Why don't they do that here? Why don't they do that here? Well, then they built a dollar store, a brand new dollar store. It's been around and a, a year and a half, and <laughs> that drive-through Starbucks. <laughs> they yes. have to, yes. they have to tear the brand new building down that they put the dollar store. And they've already kicked them out. They boarded up really? the Seven Eleven. It's been, there. only been there for like a year and a half. Oh, because. Man. And they knew that when they built them. Yeah. Like, who okayed them to build this fucking building? You were already doing the environmental survey to demolish exactly. everything. Like, exactly. So now now the county, the Utah Department of Tra- Transportation, yeah. has to pay out exorbitant, you know, increase in land value right yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, Utah and streets, Utah and driving. <laughs> you got to well, love it. The, the bridge over 54th and, and Bangor. So apparently, the way they have built it, when it gets wet... Cars just slide what? to one side of it. Like what? There's something I with how they that. how the slope of it is. Like every time it snowed this winter, that bridge they closed it a bunch because cars would just slide off on one side because of like some it's like an sloped or yeah. something. Well, that is crazy. It's yeah. like the lines we've talked about this before. The, the painted lines. <laughs> 
all of Utah. But you can't fucking see. But you can't see in the, the rain. They, they disappear. Oh, oh my rain. god! Yeah. I that is just. And why we don't just talk to our sister states like yeah. Wyoming? Okay, how the how the hell do you or pay your How did you, your do lines on how yeah. you get it? How to did work? you do it? Man, they're oh, like, man. we can't do like California with the buttons. Well, dirt, no dirt. Let's not talk to a state that's sunny all the time. Let's talk <laughs> about snowy. But, but even those things would, would. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. They would help. Geez, sometimes it's just an adventure. Scraped off by the. Well, even like like I-15, you're like. I can't see what the hell the lanes are, and it's just dude. Raining. That was one that didn't make it into this. But I have a list of of <laughs> items that didn't make it into the best of. But that was one of them. Best like where? What that the fuck am issue. I driving on right now? <laughs> and it was the I fifteen around Lehigh. Oh god, because that's just that's brutal. Oh, yeah, Forget right it. Am I and it's twisted because I've done yeah. it so many times that you're yeah. just like, I'll just follow the car in front of me and it's hope. The I'm- Autobahn meets acid trip. <laughs> Over here on 62nd, when you get on Bangor, there's a spot where there's no lines. <laughs> and it's right where it curves. It doesn't surprise me, though. And it's right where it curves. And so, like, people, you can tell people that drive it all the time and people who don't, because all of a sudden you're like, dude, you're in my lane. And they don't know because no, there's no it lines. Is, it is, I mean, I'm telling you, it's it's one of the most surprising things ever <laughs> living here. For, for whatever Let's reason, we the can't worst figure drivers it out. With with the worst oh, roads together. And then, you know, whenever that's happening, I drive like a straight-up grandpa, and I'm like, I'm not out to get into any sort of accident. And then people get pissed off, and I'm like, dude, you can't see either, so yeah. use me as your Rudolph. Like, what are you, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> yeah, I, when it's snowy, I'm like, Oh, this stupid person going so slow. Thank God they're going slow. Exactly. I can blame it on them. Exactly. Because then if not, you feel the pressure to be going 85 well, on that. The problem with Utah is it's the wrestling coach who teaches drivers. That. See, you got the most violent, angry person teaching. <laughs> Say no more. That explains it all. Now I get it. Now I get it. Now I get it. Man. Jeez. So you you just said that you have a a list of of ones, obviously, that didn't yeah. make it in. You should totally do it. I like it. Uh, not best of. Yeah. Like, oh my best. god. Not not quite best not of. Not quite yeah. best of. Yeah. yeah. So you're getting ready to do this city guide. You've been working <laughs> on it for a couple months. Yeah. Let's talk about like your favorite things that you're coming across right now. For the city guide, yeah. um, in particular, we made an effort to highlight different public art spaces for the neighborhoods, and so that was very cool to determine to drive around to kind of decide between which projects to to feature. And then on my end, when it came down to try to source everything and, and, and list in the, in the paper, what, or in the magazine, exactly what it was, just to find out what the hell it's called. Cause you'd, you'd be surprised how hard that was to find out what those like mobile, um, you know, kinetic, um, sculptures on ninth and ninth are called and who did them. Cause God almighty, that was, that was time intensive. <laughs> there aren't plaques and on those. And they've been there for a while too. There's plaques. There's, there's missing letters, but there's different ways of spelling it is a thing. So I finally tracked down the artist. And also, by the way, not most of them are out, out of state artists, which was actually kind of interesting. Like that guy, I think is in Seattle when I finally tracked him down and I was like, Hey, do you capitalize the T and, and the or not? Cause you really want to, you want to make sure that it's, that it's, you know, I started T's crossed. Um, but yeah, we did that. And, and yeah, there, there, there'll be a, a couple of, of surprises. You know, there's only so many ways to, to skin a cat, but there's still a couple of surprises and a couple of interesting things we did with layout, et cetera, that I think the readership is really going to react to. Are you, you're like, when you have your friends come to you, cause I feel like you know Utah pretty, 
pretty in depth. You get to know Salt Lake and you yeah, talk with I have to being, <laughs> being the editor. Do they come to you? And are you usually pretty quick to be like, oh yeah, go to no, this restaurant? I'm the or are you worst. like, oh. I'm the worst. Like, there what? was that thing sometime because, in that because one I'm edition. always a week in, a, in advance. So I'm like, oh yeah, there's this show on Friday, but it's not until the next one. But I just saw it in the page <laughs> like, proofs. Oh, never mind. And so I never really know what's happening. <laughs> so I wait until the paper is out. Then I go over it to remember what was, you know, because we, we did it obviously the week prior. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to go to that show in Metro because uh, by now I completely forgotten about it kind of thing. So I just say, hey, pick it up. Pick, pick the paper up uh, or, or check out, you know, check out the calendar section at cityweekly.net because that usually has more events that we could fit in the paper and, and then just go from there. So what if someone comes to you and says, what's your favorite restaurant right now? My favorite, re- <laughs> you want to know what my favorite restaurant is? Yeah. My favorite restaurant is at D's on 721st and <laughs> yes. Sugar House. That's, that's my favorite D's. restaurant. Isn't that, is that I the only D's, D's left? All no. the yeah, There's a favorite. D's on 45th and Redwood or 47th yes. and Redwood. Yeah. And that one in right particular. Right across from Village Inn. Yeah. That one in particular, the Sugar House one, proudly has their plaque on display from this year's Best of. And that's about the only thing Ours that's behind hanging. behind you. Yep. That's about the only thing that's hanging in that restaurant. Well, that, that restaurant. <laughs> other than, great. you know, like, like, like tchotchkes and. My, my other, my other restaurant like that I really like is actually Gay Denny's downtown. So I don't know. If, Which one is the, how, it's how the one no on, one's ever told me about the Gay Denny's? So it's, it's the one on like, like, Fourth it, by the Crystal Inn? Yes, yes, the one by the Crystal Inn. Oh, so gosh. So this is, this is like 20 years ago, right? So this is when I first <laughs> moved old. to Utah, I'm going to the University of Utah, and we'd go out to clubs. We'd always go to that Denny's afterwards because we were going to like Axis and, and Bricks at the time yeah. and you know those, those, those clubs downtown, and we would always go to that Denny's, and always the, the waiters and waitresses were always gay. And so we just started calling it Gay Denny's because I thought you were going to say you had some like awesome experience in the bathroom or something. (laughs) No, I was all about it. I was going to go there after this to have dinner. No, that's the Carl's Jr. on. I'll do do the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity in a hand job, please. (laughs) That's the Carl's Jr. downtown. Ah, (laughs) the one with the papers. Walking distance from (laughs) my work. Alberto's across the street. (laughs) Oh, I know about that Carl's Jr. (laughs) Let me tell you. The paid toilets because they had finally installed this was they installed those like twenty years ago the, the doors with the tokens because they used to have problems with homeless people doing all sorts of shit in the bathrooms <laughs> and, and that's how the maverick is on fifth south across from what was formerly known as well area 51 still there but yeah that's, that's, the, that's, the, ah, that maverick, that's yes. the maverick i stop at to get gas when i don't realize that i can't get home <laughs> that, yes yes i never have an issue there Oh, no, I don't yes. ever have an issue And there, I will say this. If, if the powers of E and Maverick are listening to this, Maverick does this. And you're just going to think that I really, that I eat like a trash can. And I kind of do. But they have this sausage thing that they, I don't even know what it's called. It's just a sausage thing. It's like two bucks. And they discontinued it, I think. Because that was the only reason that I would go to Maverick. What, to like just, a, I would go there. It's like a sausage like in like a baguette or something. Maverick headquarters oh, no, no. downtown. That's go just that, dude. That's just that. It's Maverick. right across from the Carl Jr. <laughs> that's just that Maverick, dude. Because the Maverick's Which out one? here. No, no, no. I've been to been three. Ha- no, no, no. The Maverick's out here. Have you so tried it's like the a, west side where oh, there's It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a fat sausage link that's the in just sausage like link. it's called a sausage bundle. The sausage and they, bundle. And, and they they do because they do the jalapeno Bahama Mama wraps in the same exact dough. Yes. But in the morning they wrap sausage things in them. And out here out west they're always like that. 
See, that they is, come visit that us is more. what fuels Westside's me. Better. That is what fuels the, me. The I, Maver- I don't disagree. The headquarters are downtown. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go, go there. there. I'm going to go there. Like, can I talk to someone? like, dude, how come the West Side gets better Mavericks? How come they get the good sausage down there? I will say this. West Side sausage. Can we get our can we get our sausage from the west side? Uh, I, I always do. <laughs> I, will, I will say this: the other sauces that you can get there, it's the tornadoes. They're not Mavericks. Oh, brand, that French toast thing! The French toast thing's pretty uh, good. Small potatoes compared to that amazing sausage. Yeah, wrap the other thing. one's better. You know what's also good there? See, I eat it's so I, salty. I eat like That's garbage why I turned too. and looked at him, so and I was salty. like, <laughs> we're, "We're on the same wavelength." Have you tried their rib bundle thing that they made? It's what is like a red bundle? Rib bundle. Oh no! So, okay, so it's like it's like you <laughs> know the like crappy McRib patties that yeah. are just like the formed pork. Maverick has those what? in a bundle with a slice of cheese. See, why is Lakai winning when there's a yeah, when, there's, when there's a McRib knockoff in Maverick <laughs> and a little bit of like crappy Maverick barbecue sauce in there? Like oh, it's a yeah. thing. The rib bundle at Maverick. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. yeah. You're giving me all sorts of ideas. I am. I can give you, you more. Have to come to the west side. Yeah. You, <laughs> you have to hit the Maverick on your way out. By yeah. the way, out here they don't they don't charge you if you want ice necessarily. It depends on the Maverick. On so what ice on what? Anything, if you want ice. If you go to the Maverick there, they charge you for ice. Okay. The, down, the downtown Maverick. They're, okay. They're That's always good to it. know. I don't like ice. What? <laughs> you don't like ice? I don't ice? know if you she's, noticed this, but you had to take off your shirt because you got hot. I have a blanket on. Oh. <laughs> I, don't do, okay. I don't do ice. You don't West, do ice. So I, I almost forgot to write West Side Sausage down. Yeah, there. West Side Sausage, West side write it out. We're coming down with a short yeah, list for next year. Yeah. 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 For podcast. next best of. We have the Gay Denny's, the West Side Sausage. <laughs> I'm telling you that Denny's saddle. is great. I've I've been to that Denny's and I've watched a guy have a conversation with himself and two other people that were not present at the table. <laughs> nice. Maybe it's like an OA situation. Like, but he wasn't like, he wasn't like. I mean, he was crazy. Clearly, he was talking to two people who weren't there. But he wasn't like like the scary. Crazy. You don't know you weren't there. <laughs> I was sitting next to him. Like he was at the table next you to him. You jerk! This whole time he was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Could have made a new friend. Very well could be. Maybe he sees dead people. (laughs) The other thing is that going to that Denny's, it was always like two two thirty in the morning. So yes, it's not like the the two thirty crowd at any place like that is is drunks. So oh yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. (laughs) I used to go when when was it Rascals that they closed? It was just below St. Mark's. Yes. So I used to do like. This is gonna sound good. Pole about, dancing. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna come up. It wasn't real pole dancing. It was my friends who knew how to pole dance. Who it was ladies' night, and no nobody was ever there. And so, like they would let us come, and we would be in, like, like we would do like a class kind of. And afterwards, we would go to that D's to eat. And mm-hmm. it was, I'm, I'm with you. That's a good D's. Nice. How about best amateur strip show? <laughs> oh, honey, I, I I'm not the right audience for that. <laughs> okay, but I'm I'll just say saying. American Beaver because God bless no, no, that no. name. The Bear Den in Magna, the best amateur strip what show. What the hell? It's a strip club in Magna on Magna, Maine. <laughs> We're going. Bear I'm telling We're you. We're going. And you know what? I'm I'm arriving there with a big troop of drag queens because Jason Cosmo, <laughs> he's from Magna. He is Dolly Parton impersonator. I'll 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 let him know. Oh, he knows. Fill he knows. the station wagon. He's from I'm Magna. Sure he, he knows the Bear We're Den. We're going to the Bear. If you ask bear. him, he'll probably give you the right answer. What it's, is it? The Bear what? The Bear Den. The Bear, bear Den. Den. It's on Ma- it's on Main Street in Magna. You're not okay. that far away from it, right? It's now. down the street oh, from oh, that from that seven. Did we talk about that Seven Eleven a couple months ago where the Which clerk one? was like, it was it was out in Magna and the clerk. It's like midnight and she's like, I'm done working. Like oh, we didn't the talk person that's supposed to relieve my shift isn't here, so she just left. 
Well, because it was consistent, like... <laughs> and so, like, midnight, she just walks out. She can't lock up because she doesn't have keys. She just leaves. The store has no one in it, and, like, tons of people just go in and steal shit. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and then the cops are like, there's a lot of people in this 7-Eleven, and they roll up, and there's no clerk, and they're like, uh, what the hell's going on? Oh, man. I'm going to have to check it out. You know, there's there are a few 7-Elevens that have the good Mexican candy, too. Oh, yeah. So, again, you know, I have to pinpoint these things, because once I'm in the office, I really don't leave for food, so... Maverick on 62nd right there, or not? That's because there's a lock on 7-11. your door. <laughs> there's no, you can't figure out how to get up to the office. That's I why know, you can't right? leave. The Sev right over there. Yeah. Uh, good Mexican candy. That's a good one. The it's hard closed out. Check it out. Huh? It's closed. I just got through what? telling you that. On, on Cougar Lane? No, it's oh, not. that's 7-11. The one, the, the one on Cougar. <laughs> the, the one on 62nd and Cougar Lane The one Lane that's just right down here on our same block. Good Mexican candy. Also, the okay. Harmons right there has yeah. a box. And it starts on the way home. Because Harman. that's where the cops always sit and park and, and talk. Like, okay. That's where the fire truck was stolen the from, though. Do you remember that? Truck. Jesus. With a fire truck stolen. Loitering so, so the 7-11. So I love it here. It wasn't the 7-11 on 62nd. It was the one down by Bangor in 62nd. It was the one that was closed. So the lady gets this is This happened last year. No, Only in fucking Kearns, I swear to God. Like a couple of years lady, ago, by the way. Lady, so the fire department's at like 7-Eleven, right? It's and they, winter, so they, they just leave, leave the engine, engine running and they all go together. They have oh. to because they're, they're there. Lady jumps in the engine, takes the fire truck, drives it up, drops it off of this Walgreens, goes in the Walgreens. She's like, uh, you might want to call someone. There's a fire truck out there. <laughs> goes in and changes in their bathroom. And then what? She came out with like a different identity? She came out with different clothes on. The cops arrested her. Nice. Like, she's. My, I want to interview her. <laughs> like I don't even understand how. Like I bet it's yeah. some kind of public record. I'm sure you. Yeah. Can find oh, her. I need that lady in my life. We can ask Sim Bill yeah. for you. Yeah. Be like, do you remember that lady? <laughs> oh man. Totally. So okay. Other than those are the people that I admire, by the way. So just in case you're wondering what I'm all about. I'm like, oh my God! Well, what, how from- amazing! She drove it to a Walgreens, yep. no less. Uh, yep. Yeah, and then Just got the out street. and went into the Walgreens and told them they needed to call the cops. That's the part yeah. that really gets me. Like, uh, I guess she had to go to Walgreens. Citizen. Bad. Yeah, like, exactly. She needed to pick up those prescriptions. Yeah, like they didn't notice that a fire truck was parked awkwardly in their parking lot. Like. God. It's not like there's a lot of room there either. Can yeah. you imagine the fire guys, though, when they come out and they're like, oh, my Yeah, so Lord. Unified changed <laughs> exactly. their policy on engines now. They can't have them running unless there's someone sitting in it. Huh. <laughs> Which is dirt. You yeah, think? Exactly. <laughs> that's I sense. feel like that's just a given. That's like like I sign. know that they're supposed to travel together, but I feel like... They're not going to leave without the guy in the truck. And the truck guy in the truck is probably not going to leave without all the guys in the store. Yes. I don't think this is a problem. Well, it's it's like the signs on buckets that show babies falling in and drowning. That's clearly happened. Otherwise, they wouldn't put the sign I know. on there. I, when I was getting out the, the Easter crap upstairs, the... I'm carrying the lid out and I'm like, why is there a picture of a baby? And I turn around. And it's like, don't put your baby in this bucket, essentially. I'm like, oh, good to know. <laughs> That's thanks for thanks that's babies where, nowadays. That's where you start getting started. <laughs> so spoiled. Back in my day, you got carried in a bucket. Oh uh, yeah, I lived oh, in a bucket. That's, that's he was born in Tijuana. Yeah, yeah, honey, he probably was. But it was the good bucket, okay? The one it with the reinforced the bottom, one. the clean it was, one. It was, it was a Homer one, fuckers. It wasn't the puke. It the wasn't the puke one. bucket from the from the bars for the spring Homer break. bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever go back to Tijuana? Yeah, I love it. Love it. Well, all my family's in San Diego, but uh, whenever I'm I'm down there, we make an effort. Whether we'll it's to eat, yeah, whether it's to eat or 
once a year, I, I try to hang out with my high school friends. We do this big Christmas thing. Um, sometimes I can make it, sometimes I can't. And, um, and yeah, and then we have a, a family ranch down there in Tecate, which is oh, nice. about an hour away from TJ. And so, yeah, we, we check it out. I feel, almost feel bad about our chant now that I know somebody that's from there. What's Plug, the chant? Going down like a Tijuana whore. Yeah. <laughs> have you we ever, got those too. Have you ever been to an, an RSL There's game near section 35? Exists. No, but I just met Leo the Lion the other day. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say much, did he? He didn't say <laughs> anything. I wanted... I thought the poor bastard was going to fall down the stairs. You know, you were talking about the, the entrance to City Weekly. Right. <laughs> he was in full geese. He was oh. in full costume. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, my gosh. They don't know what that word no, means. No. By the way, they don't ever. They're never not in full costume. Yeah. And he doesn't talk. huh? No, no mascot, mascot ever thing. does. They, well, they're, listen, look, they're I've, gotten, I've gotten mascots at Disneyland to do the unthinkable. No, those are furries. That's different. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It was that one time at that Denny's. I'm getting my dates confused. I'm telling you though, mascots have like I've I've met a dude who was I think he was the uh, the the Grisby? Uh, Grisby the the not the, the not the bear. not the jazz bear the the, the grizzly oh the yeah, grizzly the grizzly hockey ah, Grisby they are the weirdest fucking Grisby. people Grisby his damn name it. is Grisby they, they they will not tell you what mascot they are. Really? Uh, they just absolutely will not it's tell like you. It's like the pirate. Code. It is. It's fucking weird. They all know each other yeah. and they act like they're like rock stars. You, you know what they are? But they this are. dude's like, I can get any chick that I want. What if they fell, like, he fell down those stairs? I was worried. No, I was legitimately worried. I really feel like with his with all the stuff that they do at the stadiums, he's dude. I've seen that dude backflip like, down the stadium stairs. He's funny. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe you should have pushed him then. <laughs> no, I don't mean like. Wow. Let's see you now, Ace. That escalated quickly. We already talked about this. <laughs> so what's next for what's next for city weekly besides this awesome city guide what's next for city weekly is a city guide and then unfortunately oh god just a slew of special issues like this is when we know we we roll out the city guide and we we know okay we have about two weeks and then it's summer guide pride guide beer guide grandmother guide anything you can think of guide. Grandmother guide. you know it's always going to be something but i need a shoe guide yeah <laughs> You know what you guys need to do? So we talked to, last week we talked to... The uh, almost best of guide? Yeah, number yeah. one, first yes. and foremost. No, who do we, what was his, what's his name? The um, cheese guy? The cheese guy, what's his name? Steve German. Sh- Steve German. Okay. So, you know, Utah has a cheese awards the Cheese now. awards. Utah cheese awards. And we're doing a salt... You should be a, in on that. There's a Salt Lake cheese festival that's occurring. On June 8th. And very this, first this one. this guy just started, we have a lot of creameries in the state of Utah. Yeah. A lot of them. That a lot of good ones. Face, like, like no, I the thing is, I'm project. lactose intolerant, oh. <laughs> so I'm just like I'm just okay. feeling it all. So you have you have yeah, some other pit pet it. You have other full time yeah. staff over there that you could pass this project yeah. off to. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me sad. It's just I, when I you, even when you're talking about pill? that McRib knockoff. Yeah, but it doesn't work that well. Mm. I, I, I'm on the market for like a really good. Lactose enzyme. If yeah. anyone out there, I thought that... you were going to say you're on the market for a really good rib patty. <laughs> well, on, that's that's a given. That's no, my... <laughs> I'm on the market for that too. Nice and gooey one too. <laughs> no, the, he, so he was on our show last week, and he just like had a passion for cheese. Like he went and apprenticed <sighs> at the Rock Hill Creamery and decided to start cheese awards just, in utah oh that's awesome yeah found yeah. a found an awesome polygamous cheese maker down yeah. in southern utah i've take, been there yeah yeah <laughs> tried to take her picture but she wouldn't let him i took a picture and not necessarily of her though just it's a little cottage yeah it's like a tough, tough shed. shed yeah yeah <laughs> she is uh if it's i the like same your version though cottage about, as opposed it's a, to it's tough a little shed. cottage <laughs> 
Uh, you know, again, I, re- call our I lived in a bucket, so to me, it's it's a mini mansion. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's I think, a pretty sweet motorhome. It's got a base. I think I know which one you're talking about. Last time I was I was down there, and, and they said, won a bunch of the awards. Yeah, yeah Hilldale. Real, yeah, Hilldale. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. Yeah, Hilldale, the town of dreams. <laughs> wow. Wow. What kind of dreams? Yeah. <laughs> dreams of your sister's daughter. Oh, sister's daughter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, polygamists don't just marry anyone. <laughs> it's usually related. <laughs> Got to keep it in the fam. Look, when you have a small community of 200 and there's three families, there's only so much <laughs> non You can only stretch it out too much, huh? <laughs> yeah. You can't really go. And you get rid of all the boys. I mean, there's only so much inbreeding that you can avoid. It's like medieval times. The restaurant? No. I love that place. Back in that, maybe. Maybe. They joust and just munch on turkey legs, and that's know, how they pair up. Oh, do you I know a turkey about, leg now. Yeah, I know. Do you know about the Armored Combat League, Enrique? Tell me. Tell me all these things. I feel like I'm learning so much. So at FitCon next week. FitCon? Uh, yeah. I guess this Kids week 12 and under free. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hear. At, at FitCon, yeah. there's, a, there's an actual Armored Combat League that exists in this country. Oh. They travel around, and they fight real each other with real swords and axes and shields and armor. Armor. Okay, and, they and they're going to fight. They will Fitcon. be fighting. It's their national championship event. Listen, Fitcon. I was hearing a radio ad for FitCon, and they said they're going to have sumo wrestling. They are. Yes, they are. So I don't know how the hell that works. They're big. Dudes. Is that a real? Yeah. Is that a real a thing? Real legit yeah. thing. They're doing. Okay, I need to check wrestling. this thing out. Yeah. So so they're having sumo wrestling and they're having combat and they have and MMA, MMA fights. Or, yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares about that stuff. Uh-huh. Only the other two. The other, <laughs> Only the other two. The other two are much better events. Yeah. So Enrique, I don't like to watch fighting. How do how do people find City Weekly the easiest way? Where where do you guys drop your publications? We are mostly in your supermarket, restaurant, bar, and coffee shop of uh, of choice. And what day do you drop them? Usually on Wednesdays. Our street date is actually officially Thursdays, but we drop the papers on Wednesday. Uh, try to refill them. Our, our distribution guy, Eric, does a great job at, at going through the, the high job. movers. High five to yeah, him. Yeah, because it's not just like dumping them. It's it's refilling the high movers. Yeah. So pretty much any cool place you can think of, plus always on cityweekly.net. And there um, are actually links there to every week's paper, which if you want to see it digitally, you can as well. When does the digital one come out? Like the week Wednesdays. After? Wednesdays at about, no, that same Wednesday at oh. about 11 a.m. So both. You can just go to cityweekly.net, top right corner, you'll see it. You see the little cover, you can click on that. And, and I click, like looking through them digitally. And it's click cool. on the yeah. ads, click on the ads on cityweekly.net, that helps, I'm sure. With, oh, yeah, yeah. Click on the ads like a lot, like 12 times. I like yeah. how you do your ads, Like, I like how fun That'll ensure we're in business. <laughs> they're not abusive ads. No, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't know because I actually have an ad blocker installed on my work computer. Like, <laughs> and people hate Those me when they're like, that. what do you think? What do you think that whole background on the website looks like? I'm like, great. Yeah. It's just great. It's, it's, it's plain PG. black to me. It's, it's that banner ad. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I have to. The yeah. thing is, I have to because it's just so easy for me to go down that rabbit hole and click on it, and then all of a sudden I'm researching God knows what because that's the way that it goes. And 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 two hours has passed, and I just you know, I try to I try to keep blinders on. That's my excuse for ad blockers. <laughs> but I love people who advertise in businesses. God bless you all. So I'm gonna ask you one more question, and then I will we'll probably put an end to this this, yes. this show. <laughs> We ask every <laughs> we ask every guest that's on the show this. So you are in Utah by choice. Yes, uh, you, you have taken a liking to it. I guess you're you're running one of the best papers here in the state. Um, what uh, what's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah that they had to do before they left? 
I think allow yourself to just be taken. There's so much to do here, uh, whether it's like, nightlife, whether it's um, art spaces, whether it's these pop-up for queer people and people of color that are happening in the last few months that I love. The one thing that I got um, the last time that I visited before I took this job, it was for a conference that actually City Weekly put together. And I remember waiting for the tracks. It was sort of like a poetic moment, waiting for the tracks outside the Little America Hotel, which was a host <laughs> hotel, uh, waiting for the tracks to the airport and just looking at the skyline, looking at the mountains, thinking, oh, wow, okay, I'm a Utah, the mountains. And then like just thinking, <laughs> thinking something cool is happening here. Something cool is, is we're on the brink of something really cool here. And I, man, I just want to come back. Little did I know. Um, so I would say go with the flow. Don't take what you think about the state or about the predominant culture as gospel because man, oh man, you will be surprised. Especially in the Salt Lake area. Yeah. Like the, it's no longer the predominant culture in the Salt Lake area. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sam, that's exactly why we're the new Utah. You are the new Utah. We're that's not the that's, same old Utah. It's that's not why the we, same old Utah. That's why we chose the name actually. Yeah. It's yeah. not the same old Utah that you think. Uh-huh. It's an all-new Utah. I saw we the still reason have, that some athletes still refuse to come here. We still have polygamists <laughs> down south making cheese. Making and, that cheese. And curtain dresses. And not posing for pictures. No, they don't want you to see they'll that. St- no, they'll steal your soul. That <laughs> is. That's exactly. Yeah, that they're still operating. They're, they're kind of like Amish, but with technology. With nice. cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And, and, and lots of inbreeding. I'm, I'm really glad none of them will probably ever listen to this show. You never know. I, I bag on them so much. You never know. You know what? Hopefully they do listen. I hope they listen and they say, hey, this is garbage. Listen to this. And then they find and then they find something redeeming or informative that opens up their world. And that's what I that hope. Cool. I mean, it's going to sound like a big dreamer thing, but that's what I hope with City Weekly is that somewhere someone picked it up. And I'm not saying we knock it out of the park every single week. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, oh, man, I wish we would have like done this better. I wish we would have like gone after that source. But hopefully someone, some kid out there looks at it. Some kid who's trans, some kid who's, who's gay, some kid who thinks that they're, they, they're not worthy and they're not represented. And they see someone in the paper like them, someone to look up to. And they say, you know what? I can do it, too, because that's how it happened for me. So I'm all about the representation because... Trust me, somewhere, somewhere out there, someone is listening to this. And they're going to be like, oh, these fuckers get to have a great old time, talk about whatever they want. I sort of want to do that. They get to, to look at it through a different scope. The same with City Weekly, the same with Slug or whatever. So, so that's what I hope at the end of the day, someone takes away from the hard work that, that we all do in this. Well, that's fantastic. And, and thanks for joining us, Enrique. It's been a, a great conversation. Well, before we leave, can I show you guys? Can I give you guys a preview of the cover for the uh, actual yeah. city like, guy? Like, we're going to oh, yeah, say no. <laughs> I have it here. It's wrapped in bubble wrap. Let me take my yeah. earphones off. So while, while he's grabbing that, if you like the show, please share it. That's what helps us more than yes. anything. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNU Podcast. Uh, oh, that is oh, that is so cool. That's what I wanted to show you guys. It's an actual piece of art. That, that is so good. That's like it's all it's all it's like all nails um, and and string. pin art. Pin art. That's is what, that it's, what called. it's called. Yeah, that's amazing. Who did that? <laughs> it's all yarn art, and it's a reimagining of the state seal, but with different elements thrown in there, like fries and fry sauce. That I love it. So this should be our new flag. Yes, this <laughs> should be our new state flag. We should, you know With what? It Let's just start a free at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It should be Utah the seal state. of free. Who's the, who's the artist? The artist's name is Jeffrey Red, and he goes he goes by Yarns and Noble on Instagram. Oh, that's awesome! That's you have awesome. to check him out because he does some amazing thing. I've been a fan of his for years, and I always thought about collaborating with him for something. 
And then all of a sudden, this came around. So you're you're leaving that here, though, right? Yeah, I'm leaving. I, kept, I kept trying <laughs> to get him right to while we were upstairs. Right under he, our he wouldn't let go of it. That thing is really cool. That's awesome. And that's you took a picture of that to make it your cover. We took a picture. Yep, made it our cover, and it's a real thing. Just in case anyone is wondering when they see the magazine, it's an that's, actual commissioned piece of art. That's so freaking that cool. That's amazing. So yeah, I'm hoping cool. we can show it somewhere, like coffee garden or something, just in case people want to see it because it's so cool and it's so intricate. Just go stick it up at, uh, go have Mountain West, put it up at the, the garden. They put up artists. And yeah. or the restrooms at Carl's Jr. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then you have to pay traffic. to see it. So. Oh, true. Hey, <laughs> all good. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> More <Beer> money. <laughs> hey, artists need, need money too. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, again, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, and Instagram at TNU Podcast. It's cityweekly.net. Uh, yeah, you can find Enrique and all the amazing stuff that they do at City Weekly at cityweekly.net. Uh, you can also go to our website. Um, we repost links. Uh, we share one things. I don't know how Jess is going to make this a one thing, um, <laughs> but she'll figure it out. She's pretty good at this stuff. Uh, <laughs> those are on the new Um, and, uh, hopefully, uh, you like what you hear and, and share it because that's, that's what helps us the most. We don't get paid for the shit. Hold on, we don't? <laughs> well, you do. Oh, thank God. Not enough, probably. <laughs> no, I meant by you guys. <laughs> Give me a ream certificate. Give me something. Irregular jeans. Oh, yes. <laughs> a squishy ball was just either that or a mandarin. I don't know what that was, but something I got thrown about. I could give you one of my... A pen. Here. I'll take it. What is it? Don't tell the Bohemian. This is one of their hats. <gasps> Have you, they, this was made at your party. Uh, oh, it that's... Was. Yeah. Yes. It actually... Well, no, I don't want to take it. You need to keep it. But yeah, I remember they did such a cool job They're there. Amazing. Yeah, that party was good. Everyone was so trashed. I love it. That, that's <laughs> the best way to have a party. So uh, that'll do it for the night. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.